0: Kitties, it's your old pal John Cassirer, the voice of the Cryptkeeper, and I hope you get to check out my good fiends at a decade of horror on the PSVG Podcast Network. I hope you love them like I do. They're a scream. <laughs> they coming to get you, Barbara.
1: What's up, guys and ghouls? Thank you for tuning in to PSVG's A Decade of Horror, the scary movie podcast where where we relive a year that was one horror movie at a time. Hey, you guys say that. It's not as easy to say as it sounds. There's a lot of <laughs> "rew." Um, this year, we're going to chat about 2019, and of course, the Scream team is here. We're all here: uh, Lucas, Josh, and Donnie.
2: Ooh. Hello,
1: hello, hello, Clarice. Um, <laughs> 2019, guys. Um, I did more prep for this than I did by 2018, by far. But here's my di- here's my dilemma. I love. Two movies in 2019 <laughs> and i like like seven movies in
0: <laughs> translation donnie is going to do most of the talking for the number one pick for this year i i all right i uh, suspect you have notes
1: i i really don't
0: know ah you've do, been doing notes for some movies
1: i have been when i want to like get detailed and all that Dude, hmm. come on! It's midsummer. I know, I know everything yeah. about it. Like I, I hey, was like,
0: "Hey, hey, come on!" Spoilers.
1: You hey, guys come, on front come on, come <laughs> on! They knew this by now. They know. They know.
0: Justin, Justin just stopped listening.
1: Um, <laughs> you,
0: just threw his iPod
1: down. You think <laughs> he he's still? You think this. he's still listening now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a very hopeful thought you I mean, have, Josh.
0: He has a kid, so he has he has free time to put the headphones in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. He, I'm sure he's still listening.
1: Josh. Hit us with some fun ah. facts.
0: Oh, we got to do this again. Hey, like I did in 2018 for the first time, I only have good news. Good
2: arguing. news, everyone.
0: Some things that are like, <laughs> I
1: feel like you're robbing the fans from the experience.
0: Yeah, sorry. Listen, uh, 2019, horrible year. Yeah. Just go to Google, <laughs> type in 2019 and open that first Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. And just
1: <laughs> Dude, I like Wikipedia. They January. should look at that. Wikipedia?
0: <laughs> Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> 2019 Wikipedia. Uh, okay, let's start with 2019. Good news only edition. Same-sex marriage becomes legal in Austria.
1: Oh, I thought you meant here.
0: The whole world is moving forward. Without us. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there are some states, huh? Um oh. I'm sure none of us live in one of those. Uh Avengers hey. Endgame is released. And it also becomes the highest grossing movie of all time. And we'll get to that later. Wow. The United States wins the Women's World Cup.
1: Hell yeah, we did. Yes,
0: we did. Yes, we can. The Space Force is founded to deal with... Space crimes. (laughs) Oh, space crimes. Is that
2: like international waters? Space is just international space. It
0: actually is listed as space warfare. We own space. Uh, But (laughs) we'll get to that at a different point. Uh, The Patriots win the Super Bowl. Of course. Yes, we did. The Nationals. Was that the the terrible
1: game? It was like 13 Uh to 9 or whatever. That was my Super Bowl, wasn't it?
0: No, that was 2017.
1: No, no, the one in Atlanta, right?
0: Yeah, that wasn't last year, was it? I think so? was last year. I don't know. Time yeah, is who knows. Time is irrelevant.
1: <laughs> who cares? I was there. I have no memory of it. Who cares?
0: Uh, the Raptors win the NBA championship, and the Blues win the Stanley Cup. Not only was Avengers the highest grossing movie of all time, <laughs> but it topped the box office with two point seven billion doll hairs. Ooh, isn't yes, it? Did. Not only that, but "Old Town Road" is your number one song of the uh, year,
1: dude. I Gosh. saw. Uh, I have a mashup of "Old Town Road" with uh, Genuine's Pony, and it's it slaps.
2: It's fucking
0: awesome.
2: <laughs> Why do See? I feel like that song has been out for like eight years?
0: Because it was number one for every week of the year. Wow,
2: <laughs> that's
0: I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, okay. A stock photo of an egg got 54 million likes to be the world's most liked photo ever. Really? Uh, of an uncracked egg or Just an a egg? full intact right there, egg? A stock photo of an egg. It's not even the photo that like, someone took and posted on Instagram. It was a stock photo of an egg. Uh, that's awful. That's dumb. What happened? Well, the push was so it would get more likes than a Kardashian, which was the number one most liked. Also so people awful. like an egg. Kardashian. Jeez. I guess I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh the Fire Festival happened or did it? It didn't. <laughs> the Fire Festival happened to a bunch of people, but nothing,
2: nothing Netflix did. and Hulu, uh, they got their money for that that little happening.
0: Uh the first look of Sonic came out and then promptly went away. JK. Human teeth Sonic was <laughs> Nightmare, Sonic. Uh, scientists capture the first image of a black hole. It Pretty was cool.
2: not black.
0: Keanu Reeves is breathtaking.
2: Oh,
1: yes. Donnie's <laughs> Xbox for revival was born.
0: Uh, they also called it the Keanu-sons, apparently, uh, stemming from John Wick.
1: Yeah, he's been on a wave ever since.
0: Yeah, he's riding high. Everyone forgave um, uh, the samurai movie, Seven Throne, mm-hmm. which I actually liked. Um, Just, I thought you were going to say of, Devil's Advocate. Game of Thrones <laughs> and Big Bang Theory. End. What was the Angels
1: movie he was in? The Angels movie? Yeah, where he was like, um, oh, come on. He was fighting angels and, and demons and stuff? Oh, Constantine. Yeah, 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 Constantine. Oh. I was going to say like a, a pop, Apostles or something, but yeah, Constantine.
0: That's a good movie. Underrated. Uh, Greta Thunberg makes waves, no pun intended. Hmm. The Storm Area 51 movement happened. <laughs> There's kids what playing. a joke. Where? That's you see you me, have? like,
1: look off to the side. There are children's voices being screamed outside my window. It is 1030
2: at night. What the hell? Is... <laughs> Yell out your window and go, got a bad kid. We were in That's a hard
1: tornado warning 30 minutes ago. What the <laughs>
2: We want to see if we can Maybe see the Tornado. <laughs>
0: uh, Tesla's shatterproof cars, anything but. And the Skywalker saga ends. Thankfully. Three movies too late. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm talking about the prequels, my friends. <laughs> that is... I know I said all of, it, all of the news, but we definitely end on Star Wars.
1: <laughs> so... Lucas, tell us what was better at the box
2: office than Star Wars. Um, okay. Well, I've got some middling news for you, I think. <laughs> top three Like, like Star Wars. Movies, 2019. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Don't offend you're gonna, me. You're going to offend you're gonna a lot
0: offend people. Out of people. Hey, I...
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to take it on. I was so let down. I was like, you guys have got to be kidding me. <laughs> I liked it the People best. make fun of me for liking horror movies and the endings that they've got and I'm gonna set up this is what I've got for the greatest franchise in movies history. Star Wars. Come on. That's
0: not alienate our audience in me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Come
1: on, Lucas!
2: You got to pick a side, man. Uh, I'd have to watch it again. At this point, I just let Star Wars wash over me, and I don't think too hard about it, which is kind of a sad place to be in. So I will give you.
1: I see you with like uh, a bowl of popcorn, like big smile, big eyes. You're like lasers.
2: (laughs) What's the next cute animal they're going to make?
0: Um, Number three. What? Star Wars is for kids. Don't forget that.
2: That's true. That's true. Oh, how we forget. Number three, speaking of for kids, The Adams Family animated Whoa. remake. <laughs> it, horror, yeah. I mean, in the sense that they look spooky, I guess, for the 1950s. Hey, I think The Addams Family is definitely horror. Did you like the... Um, animated film did you see the animated film Mm -mm. okay i don't know how it did well i mean 100 million dollars i mean it's an animated film i said i was going to family
1: films and i didn't like they have that dracula movie too right with like frankenstein and stuff the it's like a monsters thing uh hotel yeah yeah, i have not seen that one either and my kids tell me that they think it's awesome and i still haven't seen it
2: it's okay, actually. I watched it as yeah. kind of a, almost like a dare. The first two are a little bit better. but it's, <laughs> Who it's,
0: dares yeah. you to watch the Hotel Transylvania? I watched it almost like a dare. <laughs> yeah,
2: playing will... Spend
1: the Bottle or something? Like, what was It that was happening? somebody
2: trying to convince well, us well, all we'll that. Spend the Bottle ever? <laughs> the Bottle lands on Lucas. Okay. You can Either kiss watch. this hot chick. You know, <laughs> oh, it's on Transylvania. <laughs> Oh, it's on DVD? You don't even have Blu-ray? Come on. Look at uh, her. <laughs> guess I'll do the Blu-ray, I mean the DVD. Uh, Adam's Family, $100 million, 46 <laughs> Metacritic score. Eh, what are you gonna do? Number two, Us, $175 million. So $75 million more. 81 Metacritic, sitting up there oh. with yep. And uh, ooh, here it comes, the whammy. Number one, oh. <laughs> it It Chapter Two. $211.5 million,
0: 58 meta score.
1: I think that meta score is too high. I really hated that movie. <laughs> I,
0: I actually really, you hated it. I didn't watch it because of how much you didn't like it. I really time. did. I, just, I
1: really it? did. I almost. Uh, the first one was so good. Even compared to the original, the first one was so good. I was all in. I was like, this is great. It's going to be so good and i was there day 1 tickets everything wife was into it i'm not even going to lie i tried to get, i tried to leave wow. like in the movie i was like let's just go
2: i feel like the original kind of like i remember the first vhs tape if you will but then you got to put in the second vhs tape and you're just like kind of checked out by that point when they when they're adults it's just not as compelling for some reason i think the acting on the cast did.
1: was great i just the story and like it's the way they did it and i just i don't know it's just way out i was way out. i was so let down one of the and it happens i think if you're a horror fan it's definitely happened to you and we've all had the movies that hit right i just had one Mm -hmm. i just paid 15 dollars for a movie has amazing reviews high metacritic absolutely hated it absolutely and i think it makes me feel like a bad person to tell other people i hated it but i totally hated it it's the only (laughs) feeling i had when the movie ended i was like well I wish I didn't pay money for that. And I wish I didn't spend time doing this. <laughs> like, you know, I regret this entire decision. And that's kind of how I was with it. I was like, I regret this. I could have picked any other movie. And this was the one that I did.
2: It made you feel the wrong emotion. <laughs> Oof. But that happens in horror. There's a lot of misses in horror, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But did
0: you Is guys like one? it? I didn't I mean, think it because of your oh yeah
2: you said that i'm sorry
0: lucas i
2: i watched it at home and i knew what to expect so my my expectations were you know the the blow was softened as it were it was okay like if the if the first movie did was like this i don't think they would have made a second one let's just put it that way yeah Um, i agree i don't I don't know. There's just something about it. It had some scenes, you know, like there were a few scenes like, okay, this is kind of spooky or whatever, but. Kind of lessens
1: how good the first one was. The fact they even did it, like you just leave it alone. Like you did it, you nailed it, move on.
2: Yeah, never touch it again. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So, yeah, I I do believe it was a letdown as well. So I'm I'm there with you. I didn't hate it, but. I, do. I didn't have I didn't have much stake in it anyway, so. It was just Hey, like, I feel oh. bad.
1: I, I wish I, I wish I could. It, it's iconic. It's an iconic character. I wish I could tell you I loved it, but I, I really didn't. Okay, um, so I said. What at, did we love? <laughs> so I said at the top of the show, and I said in the last show, I only have two movies. I've got a lot here that I like, so I want to talk about. I'm gonna pick one and I'm gonna tell you the one I didn't pick because I'm sure you guys have it on one of your lists.
0: Oh what, that's an obvious statement. What me. was yeah. in
1: consideration for number three for me
2: was us. Oh didn't you okay. make my number
0: three? Did it? No, I did not. Uh, it's number two for you. Number two for me. So I'll withhold
1: okay. I'll withhold comments until you get to your number two then. Okay. Um I'll just I'll just I'll withhold comments on us until we get there and I'll explain why I was eventually replaced. So I'm going to go with a movie that I just watched this week from Reasons-y 2019 bias. that goes up and it might be recency bias but I don't think so. And oh, this is <laughs> a cool little thriller that I would recommend to both of you called Harpoon. Have either of you seen Harpoon?
0: That's no. a local- brewery but i haven't seen the film i have not seen it either
1: mm. well then justin if you're still listening i'm going to avoid spoiling know. it for you too <laughs> because okay. uh, it's something that i think is best watched without you knowing because it's a thriller and um so it's 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 not uncommon premise you've these folks they go out on a boat The boat breaks down. There is a squabble and then they are forced to survive and they survive. This is not a.
0: You're thinking of open water, Donnie.
1: Yeah, sort of, but not. Um, This is not, this is a pretty gross movie just up there. It's not the goriest thing I've ever seen, but it's pretty gross. So if you've got wives or friends that are squeamish, not a good recommendation.
2: I call those spaghetti movies. They're the movies you don't want to eat spaghetti while. That's you watch a it. great way of
1: describing it. You do not want to eat spaghetti while you watch this. Um the thriller twisty parts, Josh, are yeah. good.
0: They're good. I like I like good parts.
1: Yeah, they're good. Um it's kind of fun. And I just think what I think it does what it's doing really, really well. Um hmm. so I'm gonna be all hipster and trendy and I'm gonna pick that over the giant blockbuster follow-up that was us. And I will reserve telling you why until we get to Lucas's second pick.
0: Okay, cool. this trailer. <laughs> oh, it's good.
1: It's good. It's definitely watch. And I think you can watch it. You
0: know, who told us that we should be putting in? Uh, so Sean asked if we could say where we watch these movies, and I completely skipped over that for the last episode.
2: <laughs> I was doing it too. I thought I was hoping me doing it would kick your brain into doing it too. So. I
1: nope. think you can watch this for free <laughs> nope. on like YouTube. Tubi.
2: Tubi, oh, on Tubi.
1: Tubi. I and I know With it's on. Ads. I know it's on Showtime, so you can watch oh. on Showtime if you have that subscription, or you I don't get know like which one's worse. You get one of those trials.
0: It on, yeah. yeah, it's on Showtime. I rented it. You can rent it for two ninety nine on Voodoo. I feel or like 10, I. 10. Is that
1: like snobby just to be like I rented it? <laughs> like I just paid, no, not at
0: all. Just paid I, $2.99 to
1: Xbox so I can just watch it. You paid
0: $14 for a movie you didn't like. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought it. I no- bought
1: the movie that I didn't like.
0: <laughs> Ooh.
1: I've got 30% of those movies in my library, or that. <laughs>
0: there you go. They can't, they can't all be winners, Donnie.
1: Hey, do you guys – that's a good little segue before we get to uh, one of your number threes. Do you guys do that? Do you, like, take chances on movies that you're interested in, or do you, like, rent before you buy?
0: Donnie, before uh, the start of last year, I owned 2,500 DVDs. Uh, I buy movies all the time. So do I've I. i yep. uh, I always risk it uh, because I've always been pretty good at finding – Something that I've enjoyed in movies There's like very few movies That I like detest Like that I hate Um, Even just for like collecting collection stuff Like I enjoy that so My
1: threshold for horror is really really low Basically if anybody's like If I see a tweet that recommends it If I see a list That recommends it If there's something a top 10 list that it's on I'll totally just And I think it's different with video games Completely different video games When video games I learn everything I can about a game before I, and I think it's just video games are sixty bucks.
0: Yeah, it's you know, a big difference.
1: Movies ten bucks, you know, like fourteen bucks, and I hated it, and I wish I didn't buy it, but it's fourteen dollars.
0: I have yeah. a problem with digital ones, right? Like mm. I don't feel good about risking on digital because it's not tangible to me. You know, that makes like sense. I bought Mandy, right? I showed, like I showed you guys, I bought Mandy at yeah. Walmart. Right? Um, I still haven't watched it, but I know that I have it, right? Yep. And I can. You watch can physically
2: it. see it's there. Yes, yeah.
0: and I have the problem. I don't buy random movies as much anymore be, if they're digital. All right. Uh, physical? So, yeah.
1: Let me raise you then, and you guys tell me how crazy this is. I typically go. So here's what I do. I typically rent if I can, and then if I love it, I'll buy it. But a lot of times, with like new releases, you can't rent them. You've got to buy them for extended periods of time. So. There are at least 12 or 20 movies that I've rented, loved, and then bought a Blu-ray copy. <laughs> Is that crazy?
0: No, no, no. No, to, not at all. See, like you, you put up to your shelf, right? And yeah. you like, I don't know like, that's the perfect example. Like
1: if I, I rent a movie, movie, movie and I love it, I'm like, oh, I've got to get this and put it on the shelf.
0: Yeah. no, I, yeah, I, 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 with
2: you. I think you're talking to some people who would agree that that's, that's fairly normal for, movie lovers, if yeah. you were to ask people who weren't like I'm sure some of our listeners who aren't as well versed in horror are going to be like why would you pay twice for a movie? You've okay. already seen it. Like why do you need to go back? Harpoon but, is that
1: movie. Harpoon is one of those movies. I'm putting it on shelf. It's shelf worth right. for me.
2: Um, well and and if you're interested in like the special features, learning how a, a movie was made, like that stuff can be just as valuable as, as renting it and not bad being bad. as much money Oh dude, guys. yeah, I, yeah I can, exactly.
1: forgot to mention we're recording, what's today's date? The 10th? sure so uh <laughs> i got the uh the friday the 13th collection dude i already yes. own all those yeah yes. but that collection like i couldn't bypass that box buying that for so the box good. alone it's gonna look so good on the shelf now here's the problem i have no idea on the shelf where it's gonna come <laughs> the shelf is pretty full the top of it. i'm gonna have to move <laughs> some stuff around but but yeah i was absolutely and and, and so to, to your point, the reason I wanted to bring that up, Lucas, is that the reason I bought the collection, there's like 10 hours of special features interviews that have never been done yeah. before. And yeah, I was like, oh, definitely. I want to watch all of that. So, yeah. Do you watch yeah. special features before or after you see the film?
2: After.
0: Okay.
1: Spoilers. I do the same, but I have this thing where I always feel
0: like I forget. Um, I actually th- well, I think I, I- think like, when the movie's done. I immediately watch a special feature. Do
1: you ever feel like you've been watching TV mm-hmm. too long? I feel like of that's course. my thing. Like, I'll watch the movie, and it's like, well, it's time for bed, and then I'd never Gotta get, get back. back to it. Yeah. So I feel like I watch special yeah. features, like, on their own more than I do after the movie.
2: I do that, too. I'll watch them separately sometimes. I might check out one or two things. What I never do get back to is um, playing the commentary, like watching yeah. a movie with the commentary. I don't, yeah, on. I never do
1: that either. I don't like I, doing I, that to begin with.
2: Sometimes I want to just especially if you can like if the commentary is good and you can get into the head of like what they were thinking or hmm. breaking down how they did something but I'd almost rather time, have that in
1: like podcast form. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. I don't want to sit down and be tied to the television a second time and not have a film a filmic experience cuz it is really just a podcast yeah. to the video.
1: I'd much yeah. rather just listen to do a podcast and we're going to do our wrap up show and we already had some comments. So we're going to do like some series and I'm going to weave in some podcasts and stuff like that. Maybe some documentaries and stuff. So I'm looking forward to right. that. And if you guys have if you listeners, if you guys have anything you want to do for a wrap up show, like we're starting to plan what that could be. We might do it live. So you can like watch and interact with us while we're doing it. But definitely if you've Fucking got topics and things live. like that,
2: we can do it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, do it live. Uh, Lucas. <laughs> a while. Yeah. Number three. Sure. Uh I feel like I'm going to get some flack for this. In fact, yes. we were just talking about this. <laughs> uh, before we started recording. Let's get him. Uh, Josh and I. What's that? I said we're going to get you. You're going to get got him. Um number 3, the lighthouse. Oh. Now, it's good. Josh was asking me if if this was horror and It's a good question. It it Thank is you. it is very light. It's I told him it was more psychological horror in the sense that it's like a devolving into madness type of thing there's a mermaid yeah there is um there's some messed up imagery for sure and there's Mm -hmm. some surreal feelings Um, it's filmed in black and white there's a real feeling of desolation and isolation which there should be when you're on a when you're on a lighthouse island or whatever. But, has like um, a
1: psychological fight club thing going on.
2: At least when I was watching it, I was like, is this, is this real? Yeah. You're wondering, <laughs> are some, is some of this real? And honestly, that is what kind of arrested me into watching this in, in, in its entirety mm-hmm. was just like finding out where this was going to go because you have two guys, um, great actors played, Yeah, I was going to say played by a couple of amazing actors. um, Watch me flail about for their names. William William Defoe DeFoe. and Robert Patton. Patton, Batman. Batman. Um, And they basically play the old uh, sea dog or, well, the old lighthouse keeper who's been doing this for years and years and years. And the sort of younger newcomer who has gone from job to job and uh doesn't really know anything about keeping a lighthouse and so he's really to put it plainly he's william defoe's bitch and does whatever he tells him to do Yep. um but as you as you go along you start to learn about the characters but you also start to learn about the old man and he don't he don't seem right seems like he's keeping secrets you're often shown this movie from um uh pattinson's point of view and so you're very distrustful of this guy he's kind of a, a a-hole to be honest with you he's a very um old rough school. guy yeah very old school like old old school it's 1890s so you know it's it's very he's very much uh tough dude to be around. Um, but these two lighthouse keepers, they uh, basically are trying to stay sane while they live on this remote uh, New England Island where this lighthouse is. And they are. Cause there they didn't leave for, in time,
1: right? There's a storm coming and they didn't leave in time. So they've got to right, weather they, the storm.
2: Right. They were supposed to be there for like 30 days. We'll say, I don't remember the exact timing, but then a storm rolls in after things are getting like starting to get rough anyways. And then they're, they're uh, left to stay there for even longer because both characters kind of, you get this feeling that they're ready to be done with their shift as it were. Um, but then you start to question throughout the movie how long they've really even been there. Time starts to become irrelevant. It, it, there's no actual, if I remember correctly, there or at least it, it runs away from them telling of time at all, like you don't know how long they've really been there. You're just basing it off from, they think they're ready to go. And then even the movie has you wondering if they've actually been there as long as they say they have, if they've been there longer, they've been there like three times as long and don't even realize it. And it just devolves into this crazy madness of distrust and brotherly camaraderie because they're both kind of in the same position, but then they start like fighting each other and distrusting one another again. And I don't know for it's a, it's a very strong character piece that takes place in one place basically. And it, yeah, it just was memorable from the fact that it's another one of those movies where I got caught up in just what was happening. Like I needed to see it through. I felt like I'm like, this is getting nuts. And if I stop this now, it won't have the, the same impact. Um, and I, you really do feel like you're in this weird journey with these two guys, like a fly on the wall, watching both of them just kind of fall to shambles and seeing like like um, Donnie said, like there's a, a mermaid randomly and you're just like, is this really happening? Like what's going on? All sorts of scenes like that, that just kind of creep up on you and make you kind of feel that sense of dread. Like what is going on? Like, is this gonna get crazy? And it does. It does. Um,
1: We're going to have the what is an RPG talk. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I was
2: just going to say, it's a fair
1: question to ask. Um, I think this is every bit considered um, horror, even though it definitely has. It's like video games. I mean, I think we can all attribute that. Like, movies have multiple genres. Nothing is just one thing. Um, Even, like, the most horror of horror movies are not just, just horror movies. So... We've seen this premise in movies plenty of times, like Donner parties and and things like that of two people. It's playing on human trust and distrust Mm -hmm. and how vile in extreme situations that can make people. Right. And that's totally horrific. So I I would 100 percent call it that.
2: Um. I don't want to forget to mention that it's also uh, directed by Robert Eggers, who did The Witch as well. So Mm, if you didn't like The Witch, then you probably won't like The Lighthouse. Um, I would say The Lighthouse is harder of a sell than The Witch if you're looking for horror. Um, I would agree with
1: that. Okay. I was waiting for you to qualify that because there's a part of me that wants to recommend it. Because I actually think Defoe just crushes it and he's hilarious. It's very entertaining just to kind of watch these two people go at it each is. other.
2: It is. If you if you're not into like character study type movies where you where you really learn about two people in a room, because like you said, there's plenty of movies where it's just people in a room and you learn about people and their relationships. It sounds boring, but it it isn't because of the thing the events that surround them and just their acting really just brings it
1: you can think like, we saw similar things in like Train to Busan, Devil, The Mist. Anytime you get people in a very stressful situation with survival on the line, how far would you go? Like that's a thing right. that's been in horror since horror has been horror. So,
2: Right, right. It really does, even though, I mean, the black and white helps, it does feel like more of a horror, a classic horror movie that would be out of like the 60s or 70s. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but it does have that sense of creeping dread, and uh, I really enjoyed it. And if you do want to check it out, it is on Prime right now. Uh, the Lighthouse. I uh, really enjoyed it.
0: Josh. Nice. My number three is a movie that is directed by uh, someone who directed one of Donnie's picks, Southbound. Uh, that is Ready or Not. Ooh, mm. like it. What are you not not? Starring Samara Weaving, becoming this like horror darling. She's the best. Uh, this is a movie <clears throat> where it definitely um, has horror themes throughout, but really cements itself in horror at the end. Mm. Um, it, to a very uh, surprising fashion, I would say. <laughs> uh, there's always like this like looming um it's, thought you don't really know what's going on it's kind of a cabin in the crazy. woodsy yes but not even
1: that horror because even cabin in the woodsy at the funniest moments in the beginning yeah have horror characters so you can yes. like place it as horror because there's like the monsters yeah. and the family and stuff so you're like eh, it's definitely horror this isn't really that because the people
2: are just people
0: <laughs> this is a house full of terrible people
2: yeah. yeah,
0: Lucas, have you seen this one?
2: No, it was on my need to see oh, list nice. before we.
0: It's on HBO. Go Max, I think is where I where I watched it. Oh, okay. Um, and now I'm forgetting if if that is where I watched it or, or if it was on Vudu. Uh, no, it's on HBO Max. So it's on my like to watch list. Um, okay. <clears throat> she marries into this family, a board game um, empire. Yeah, that's what I was so waiting for. <laughs> fits right in with board of the video games. Um, um and uh she marries the son of this father his father inherited from his father etc and you know the family doesn't fond of her necessarily they don't love her um and i gotta pull up uh the um the mother's name so andy mcdowell plays um the guy the Matt, um, the main character's well co-main character's mother Adam Brody from the OC and other things isn't it um, most people don't like her you get the feeling right she's not like welcome at least not with open arms they are getting married at, um, on the property of this huge mansion and I, you know things just kind of seem odd even her husband get, like gives her an out before they get married Mm. Like, I'm giving you the chance. Let's just run away now. Like, I Are don't you want sure? To do that. <clears throat> so she says, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do. So um, they have this thing at night. At midnight, they, they are going to play our game. And this is how you're welcomed into the family. And she thinks mm. it's as weird as we think it would be. Yeah, that was my reaction. Like, what do you mean? Like, I just play checkers and I'm in the family. And he's like, yeah, kind of, sort of. Um, and they, they use this, like, uh, like magic 8-ball Ouija-style box, like if a Ouija and an 8-ball had a, a baby, um, and it's, like, um, give, handed down from, like, the grandfather, and it will tell you what game you're going to play and it passes it's very bizarre i don't want to i don't want to spoil this one since you haven't seen it because i think you would really like spoil it spoil it okay um the hell with they justin they have to play hide and seek right well lucas hadn't seen it. i don't care about justin <coughs> uh <laughs> uh they have to play hide and seek and
1: to be honest with you and i'm just yeah. i'm just being antagonistic so i'm not don't don't run with this because i'm saying it lucas <laughs> if you watch the trailer of this film How it would spoil out. it
2: um, well, then I would just be mad at the trailer because I hate that in yeah. trailers anyway. I mean,
1: the premise of it is just out there. I mean, it's so
0: some of some of the people, some of the, his brother is already married. So his wife is there. Nobody likes his wife, but she, she it turns out to be just like inherently a psychopath. <laughs> like uh, Unlikable anyway. Uh,
1: no, it's kind um, of in a good way.
0: She had to play oh. like oh, okay. entertaining. Play, like, like you don't
1: like her, but it's entertaining. So
0: yeah, she had to play like uh. a regular game. Like she had to play like shoot some ladders or something
1: so uh, hang on Let me, can i interrupt yes lucas here's the pitch right the yeah. elevator pitch okay they randomly select a game it's tradition you've got to do it okay if they pick the wrong game then the family hunts the person
0: <laughs> or the only one game if or you
1: could they're... end up just playing checkers yes and just so happens to know that it yeah. lands on the wrong game for samara weaving and they start yeah. pulling out crossbows and shit <laughs>
0: So it's got it's hide-and-seek. It's only game out of the category of games. That is where you kill somebody <laughs> mm. Um, but the okay. thing is what they say is like hey listen if we don't Play this game We will all die.
1: Yeah, like there's a whole curse and a lore and everything You like, will
0: all die and like, that's the running thing right this whole family.
1: That's the best part of the movie
0: children uh, wives husbands aunts uncles whatever <laughs> They're like Grandma. they all believe if they do not play hide and seek and killer, they will all die. And you don't really know why they believe this, except it's like folklore.
2: They're okay, like, so hey, you-
0: didn't you hear about the Robinsons? They their house went up in flames the night after they decided not to do whatever. And then you're like, well, maybe they just had a house fire. <laughs> like so. That's the they're leading um their drive to do it. They don't necessarily gotcha. want to do this. The box tells them what game to play. I mean, there's people that want to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're the psychopaths. And they're yeah. fun. Actually, like, they're a lot of fun. People that don't want to do it. There's a lot of surprises, a lot of twists and turns. There's it, there's two big surprises, I would say
2: so do the does the family kind of pair off or sort of like yeah. each individually and you kind of they learn all run through rooms and stuff and they all start. Okay. Yeah, I kind
0: of thing. sort of like she she thinks she's it's kind of just like clue hiding. she doesn't even what, yeah. yeah it does have a clue feel okay she thinks yeah. she's just hiding like she hides in the dumb reader and she's like how long do i have to be in here this is stupid and then she mm-hmm. gets out and then she sees someone with a crossbow she's like uh what <laughs> and, and then it changes kill yeah <laughs> Uh, so then the movie changes and then that's the pacing of the movie for the most part um and then the end there's there's a couple twists and turns which are very enjoyable yes and fun yes and the ending uh, is great this was a movie i wanted to see for a while and another one where i was surprised at how much i liked it this could easily easily be in my number two uh it wouldn't be my number one for this year but That's interesting. It's a really fun movie.
1: This was, Uh, I would agree with that. This was one of the handful that I had picked that I could have totally chose for number three. I do love this mm. movie. I would agree with you. I think it's shelf worthy. I think this movie does its premise, but I don't think it does more than that. And I think that's why I went away from it. Like not that everything has to, I just, I didn't find it all that overly surprising. And it's just kind of,
0: I think the ending really delivered on the
1: the ending is good. But, like, the whole movie is just kind of, I don't want to say one note. It just kind of is what it is. It, it, fun, yeah. fun is a great way of putting it. And that's a nice, positive bow to put on It is super fun. Just don't expect, like, uh, like a your next change or anything like that. When no. I was kind of going into it, that's kind of where my head was. And it never I really kind it. of got out of there. So I wouldn't take anything away from it. But Samara Weaving, as we've talked about in plenty of times in this podcast already, one, she's great just on her own. She's yep exponentially great when she's in horror and in this movie she kind of has her iconic look where she's just infinitely cool she's in a wedding dress
0: with with like she's done with it for the whole movie
1: freaking converse (laughs) and stuff like she's so cool in this like rebellious bride thing that she's got which totally works for her so yeah yeah, i'm not gonna like take pot shots at samara weaving for anything she's amazing i want her to be the final girl in everything she's awesome
0: (laughs) yeah she's great good film great film uh fun and you still get your blood and gore
1: yeah you How do you not beat nice. That? <laughs>
0: nice
1: you
2: gotta watch it lucas
1: all right so here's I, the thing I was lucas, i'm
2: adding it to the list
1: southbound harpoon ready or not i'm gonna put this down on my list when we do our wrap-up show especially harpoon because i don't want to spoil it with you guys we need to talk about those yep. movies southbound harpoon ready or not
0: let me make sure i have southbound on my list yes i do okay Cool, yeah, for sure. Number two, Donnie.
1: Okay, number two is a movie that I love, which I'm pretty sure is not on either of your lists. Ooh, I actually, challenge. don't think um, I don't think Lucas liked it at all. This movie is from directed by Lee Cronin. It's the only movie he's directed, but he is directing Evil Dead Rise. Josh,
0: yes, I've been following this.
1: Um, this movie is called the hole in the ground. It is an Irish horror tale that I absolutely (laughs) adored and loved. And one of the few movies that I would say, well, I won't say it because I was going to say made me uncomfortable. That's not true. Like the killing of sacred deer made me very uncomfortable. And this movie didn't (laughs) go there. This movie had a scene that hit me on a level that very few scary movies did. And I think I'm almost always remembering it for that. Um, I know Lucas has seen it, but Josh, have you seen it?
0: No, I'm actually watching the trailer as you speak. You can watch this movie for
1: free on Amazon Prime, Sean Capri. And I would wholly recommend this movie to anybody, especially if you like The Omen or The Shining. Which is. Kind you of whole, wholly recommend it. I would. I would wholly recommend it. This is kind like of where that. this movie is. I would kind of put it in the vein of the omen or the shining with maybe just slightly more supernatural flair than the omen and definitely much less fantastical than the shining. Um, this movie is about a kid. It is A 24 who continue to deliver on the best ways. This is a slow burn, which is why I was actually kind of surprised that um, Lucas didn't like it as much. I When I first watched this, I thought this would be down his alley. It's a very slow burn. It is like The Omen or The Prodigy, if you guys have seen that one with um, Taylor Schilling and stuff like that. It's about a mom who suspects there's something quite not right with her son. With the exception that unlike those movies, right, where it's like the son of, Damien you know it's the son of the, of the devil or mm-hmm. like the prodigy like it's it's like very calculated her son just kind of wandered off into the woods one day and came back and he's and he's weird like some stuff's going on <laughs> and it is a long way to the unveiling so if you were critical of like hey it just takes too long to develop I would understand that I think it's fair criticism because it is a long way it's kind of to even say it's the third act, I think it might be misleading. It's maybe like the fourth or fifth act before it really like turns and starts heading down where it's going. But if you like that slow design, that slow build and kind of layered in, they do it. Um, some strange things happen. It's Irish, um, which I do like about it, actually, because it's it's foreign. Um, the people are slightly odd. They're slightly weird. There's some things that happen um, mm-hmm. with teachers and neighbors. And you're like, what the hell is going on? The things and are spiders? different.
0: I'm sorry. And spiders.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, um, <laughs> so I don't want to spoil it from anybody. Um, although I did tell Justin, so I'll tell you this. I mean, obviously <laughs> if you've, if you've listened this long in the podcast, you know that we spoil movies. It's hard to talk about movies that you love without telling you the reasons why. And it's hard to tell you the reasons why without spoiling it. So I'm going to just go out on and let and say, look, if you don't like spoilers, this ain't the show for you. I'm sorry. Like go watch the movies <laughs> and come back. I don't know what to do. Um, it's too
0: late for you people. Yeah, it's too late.
1: Um <clears throat> So there is a part in this movie, Josh, where the son turns on the mom. Yeah. And that seldom happens in movies like The Omen and The Prodigy and The Shining. And that hit me hard the way it's shot. And it is one of those scenes where it's left open to interpretation. You hear what's happening but you don't see what's happening. And I'm not going to lie to you that I'll never forget that scene. That scene hit me in a way that very few scenes I think in a horror movie have, or I really felt that one. And I was like, Oh shit. Like this is serious. And I felt sympathy and empathy for what was happening. And I think that's why I like this movie so much. And then it turns into like the very final act goes a little wonky. I like it. I think it has like some folklore thing. I'm not sure. I think I've never studied like the history of of what's going on. But I think that I think it's like some sort of Irish folklore that is based on. Um, But I loved it. I do. I love this movie. It's um, I love it more than, you know, my third pick and the other picks in this and and us and stuff like that. So um, one of my favorites, you can watch it on Prime for free. I would recommend it to anybody. The hole in the ground. Shelf worthy. Definitely shelf worthy.
2: You know, sometimes I think I watch a movie and maybe I forced it or like I wasn't in the mood for it. Or Or if somebody like like me
1: came along and told you how much they loved it and you were expecting it to be amazing. I was like,
2: oh, this guy, (laughs) he doesn't like anything. I got to
0: rewatch Biodome.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I um, Yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't doing anything for me. And so it makes me curious if I go back, because honestly, I really don't remember that much about watching it. And that usually is a signifier to me that like. Do you remember the people's head.
1: Do you remember the people's head in the ground? Cause I thought that was fucking cool and very no. original.
2: No. Then maybe I watched it. Yeah. I watched the trailer and like that helped me, but a lot of it, I didn't remember. So I would be willing to watch it again just to see if my thoughts on it changed at all.
1: Listeners, we're going to do our wrap up show. And we're going to do it live. And here's what I will say. I would love to hear from anybody else that loves this movie. Because to be honest with you, I think I've only ever recommended it to Lucas. I think Lucas is the only other person I know that's ever watched it.
2: I think Jason has seen it and he liked it too. I don't, I think, don't think
1: I've ever think met anybody that was like, sure. I love this movie. But my wife and I both, and maybe that might be like a biased connection that I had while we were watching mm. that maybe set it over the top. My wife also loved this movie. Like mm. I remember watching it with her and we were captivated by what we were in. We were into it. And I remember that scene again, that scene. I was like, this is terrifying. Like I'm terrified right now. And she was like, yeah. This is really scary, Um, but she also loves killer kid movies like the whole omen shining like she is all into that. Like anytime children's turn on moms instant instant interest on her side. So maybe that played into something. I have not rewatched it either. So maybe I will rewatch it. Maybe I don't like it as much as I did, but um, this is one of those. I think we all have this, right? I think we all have these movies that we've seen that are like lesser known that we love to recommend to other people. The hole in the ground is right there with like the descent where I'm like, you have got to watch this movie. It's great. You know? So I, I really mm-hmm. love it.
2: <laughs> nice. Cool. Lucas,
1: let's talk about us. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now, see, I am I may be rethinking my order here. Ooh. I might have put us at three because I wrote this um, this list when I was kind of writing out, okay, here's all the movies I definitely have seen again. Um, and so I think I had put the list in order very early on and then didn't touch it for a while. Um, so I'm kind of wondering, I don't know, like going to tell you why I dropped it. Us,
1: yeah, sure. I rewatched it. Here's the thing about us. I love this movie. Definitely love this movie. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, I think I love it more than Get Out. You know, as a horror fan, for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. Here's the thing though I love this movie for the acting and the roles and the action. I okay. hate this movie for the story, story. and what it yeah. doesn't do. And rewatching it, like I kept wrestling with it because I was like, I felt the same way the first time I watched it, and I felt the same way the second time I watched it. I listened to a a podcast with Jordan Spiel explaining it, still kind of felt the same way. I started reading up all the reasons why it was cool and all the lore and all the things I didn't get, still kind of... Actually, reading an explanation from a reviewer about all this stuff that was happening with the corporation and clones made me more upset that the movie doesn't make that more clear. (laughs) I was like, this makes it worse (laughs) Because it's, yeah, it's so tight. cool, but it's so untouched and left unexplained. And Josh, remember we were talking about a couple of movies ago, I was telling you about like this killing a sacred deer.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not that I'm I'm uh, the open denouement, right? Where you don't have that, that happy close bow ending. That doesn't bother me. I'm fine to be left wanting more. But when you don't give me motive or explain reasons why things are happening, then I feel like I question them more. And I find a harder time believing into, even if they're completely ridiculous and supernatural, I know exactly why Nick Cage was killing folks in Mandy. Like, I get it, right? Without that part, I just, I don't know. Like, it takes me, kind of takes me out of the movie because I feel like I'm constantly wondering what's going on like I'm looking for that why what's what's the deal here so i love us the the characters super creepy the home invasion stranger stuff right down my alley the kill scenes especially that second family fucking awesome the 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 scissors amazing like i love the imagery of this movie great even the underlying conspiracy amazing premise amazing premise like the purge an amazing premise that they never take where i want it to go which leaves me with this bittersweet empty kind of feeling and i wrestled with this the up until we started recording i wrestled with it the whole time i was like obviously us is amazing it's like one of the highest rated horror films ever tons of money right but it's like i can't i can't leave that off of my recommendation, like if we're talking about this amongst us and friends and our listeners are hearing this i can't not say that about the movie and if i have all this i don't know resentment if that's what we'll call it if i have all this resentment baggage with the movie can it be my number three
2: i don't think so yeah no i i completely understand and and it did like now that you say that and going back and talking about it i don't want to like backpedal i guess i don't mean to put
1: you defensive i was kind of i was hoping if i set you up with my reasons why you would tell me the reasons the other side
2: (laughs) well see and that's the thing is i actually do agree with some of your points there's a lot of um suspension of disbelief for this movie there is a lot of okay like how is this happening how a lot that needs to be explained us needs a prequel yeah yeah there it really does there needs to be more there i think um but what it does, it does well. I mean, like that intro sequence with the girl and, and just the cinematography and everything. Like as a movie, it it does really, really well. And I think that is partially why um, it gets such a high score. But the story, as you have said, is kind of... it sometimes it feels like a series of scenes or uh wouldn't it be cool if movie um i've seen there are, there are some movies where they feel so disconnected it's like wouldn't it be cool if this happened and then yeah and then this happens and and it just leads down this path of just the cool ending
1: scenes of us is fucking awesome when they all like go and join hands and stuff i love it mm-hmm. i think that's great the only problem is they didn't explain why that's happening It's not as awesome when you don't understand what the fuck's going on.
2: Right. And that's not the feeling you want to feel at the end of a movie. So I I get that.
1: Thus, my hypocrisy on flip flopping (laughs) back and forth of loving this movie that I also kind of don't like.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to defend it, especially since I can't say that. Like, I mean, there's a reason it's not my number one. And I think for a lot of other people. They might say that Us is it would be their number one over what is probably our number ones. Isn't so. it
1: the highest rated movie of the decade in the horror space? I don't know. Uh, I think I, I remember in my research, I think I read somewhere that it was at maybe at the time or even overall. I think it might be the highest rated horror. Like it's Metacritic is like a 95 or something. It's like insanely high for a horror movie. You guys have heard of it. It s- is talk yeah, and, and tell people like you know 48s and 65s like it's in the 90s it's through the roof
2: it, it does have an 81 meta score
1: oh wow um, so maybe I'm it's sure. come down since i am
0: i was gonna
2: say i don't i mean um
0: 93 on rotten tomatoes
1: maybe that's what i was thinking of it's really the reception for this movie high. is almost overwhelmingly one, positive it's very I glowing one,
0: it's the number of, of reviews
1: there you go okay Okay, there you go. So it's it's a very positively received movie. And I think it earns that. I I don't I don't demean your pick. I only bring my own personal reasons why I couldn't go with it. There are things that I feel like for me, it held it back. But I love the movie. It's an amazing movie.
2: It definitely begs a rewatch from me, I think. And um, it's a really, really smart movie. Jordan Peele might be too smart
1: at times. (laughs)
2: you you know like this this stuff might be too layered right like it 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 seems like it might have needed to go through another script revision or something like that because you do you don't want to give everything away in a story and have it too simple you want people to feel like they are investigators and they're figuring things out and they might think they know where it's going and people like to do that it's We naturally like to solve puzzles, but at the same time, if the pieces don't fit, then you're just left with frustration at the end. And if that's the way that us makes you feel, then I could totally understand. I I think it might be a little bit um, derisive in that aspect. It might be another, you either love it or you hate it movie, Hmm. but I think it's tough because like I said, as a movie, it does really, really, really well.
1: I love the final turn. It's great like when you kind of figure it out you know like that that one kind of hint I was like oh that's mm-hmm. good and the funny thing about that is I did I when I watched it I didn't expect that what, what a, that was happening like what happened happened I didn't expect yeah. that but at the same time it's like almost abundantly clear at the beginning that that's what happened <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like it's right there in your face, but I wasn't there. Like with the whole movie and everything that was going on, I just I I wasn't there. And that goes to show, like how he kind of retcons the characters, like the underworld characters when they come up. You don't make that that translation that these two things could have happened, but they yeah. did. No, and that's, that's cool. True. That's super. Well, One,
2: cool. it's the way that the the others are presented to you. You're like so worried. Like, what are these people? What's going on? Like, it wouldn't ever i don't i mean it never crossed my mind i was just here for the ride um but when you rethink about it right yeah you're like it's right there it's literally right there
1: yeah it's i almost felt dumb when i got to the end it's like dude i'm stupid
2: (laughs) I mean it's another one of those familial stories and and they always get me whenever I see a family by uh, like come together and fight for each other you know that that always pulls at my heartstrings so maybe that's a little bit of my own bias because I've said it before on the show that I do like those stories Well um, that's that's so.
1: we all bring that to horror um when you were a kid you were scared of movies that had kids in them
2: Yeah exactly and when you're an
1: adult you're scared of parents in peril Josh You have made some faces. So let me segue (laughs) you into giving some opinions here.
0: Uh, I didn't like it at all. Uh, I liked parts of it. Um, I think I, I was overall disappointed. I think I went in maybe with too high expectations. It was really hyped, like really, really hyped. And I just recently watched it. I didn't watch, I didn't see it when it came out. Um, Mm. Uh, I I originally right away knew the twist, and then he somehow tricked me into thinking I was wrong.
1: That's that, so that, that's the like, thing. <laughs> no, no, exactly. That's the thing. So I was it's
0: like, oh, wait, no, I must be wrong.
1: It's abundantly uh, clear, but he almost... That's why I said retcon, because it's like, this happened. And you yeah. feel that. But then it's it, like 60 minutes of, no, it, it could never have happened. And it's like, oh, but it did.
0: <laughs> but I didn't feel good about that. I didn't like that. I didn't think it was a good... Twist. Oh, that's interesting. I thought it was, I don't want to say... Cheap? I thought it was lazy.
2: Yeah, I kind okay. of, I, I i do agree that I kind of preferred it the other way around, because then it does kind of cheapen the the guess, rest of it. Oh,
1: then wow, you that feel is like you're interesting. Because I almost felt like... Because um, you
0: know that if you give that to the audience, they're going to feel this way. Like, you do that knowing.
1: I was almost proud or impressed. I was impressed that... He did. And then he turned me on it. I was almost impressed that he pulled me over here and then pulled me all the way back. Like, that's why I said at the end, I felt dumb. Like, that was my feeling at the end. I was like,
0: what? How how did I? (laughs) How did this happen? I I didn't like the underground thing. It didn't make sense. It didn't play to the story. Um, Did you for me? Did you ever uh,
1: follow up? Did you ever like read into it? Like, do you know? All of the stuff. No,
0: I know, I know. He did a bunch of interviews and really went into what the film means, um, but I didn't want to uh, look into it. Okay, because his experience in his storytelling is not how I like. It's for can
1: I can I not not that I mm-hmm. want to explain it to you, but I mean, can I spoil some of you it can and like it, talk yeah. about it? All right. So like, there's this government conspiracy where they make clones of us. And the yeah. biggest detachment, um, for, you know, like from reality, is that we never understand why they're doing it. It's just that they have to, and it feels yeah. like this overthrow, like this we're gonna replace people type of conspiracy. But we don't know why, yeah. and then they just bail on it. So you have all these people in like this underground, just lurking around, and they don't have education, and like so it's very primitive. Yeah. And then some of them start to find their way to the surface and they start replacing the people that are there and that's really it um the cool thing that i like about it is there is like the uh again i never get it so i'm not sure if it's metaphor simile or the right thing but there is this like higher takeaway if you want to go there that the underworld people these clones are representing like The worst of us, like the, the, the darker side, those thoughts that you have internally that you would never share publicly. So you kind of have like Mm -hmm. this face for the public persona and then you have this person if you were left to your, like your own devices and what would you do? And I guess that's kind of the play or at least that was my takeaway. And from what I've learned, that's, that that's basically my, my take on it.
0: Sure. I'd I'd prefer the, the bad side of you story than as to the clone not as intelligent or educated because if that was the case, how did they decide to organize and to kill? Like And I think that's the beauty
1: of this movie is that you say that and my thing is I'm the flip. I want to know why the conspiracy was happening. I want right. to know what the plan was. Like, that's the detachment that I don't have. It's like, I, I need to know. <laughs>
0: that's interesting, hmm. too. But for them to organize and have this motivation with the background that we know of them at the end, like, it doesn't make sense.
1: Unless you flip-flop the person in the beginning, right? So that's right, the thing the, they f- they flip flop. The so the, one
0: person can get a whole world. Like they show the whole world. She's in one bunker in the land of, of the blind. Movement. But how, they don't communicate. She's in a little tiny bunker on like the beach, and then they show people going globally. So that's, a that's the crazy thing.
1: That's <laughs> the like basically the untouched, untalked about parts of this movie are the things that, from a story perspective that I'm so intrigued and want to know more yeah. about. Like I want a whole other mm-hmm. movie about that. It, it, it.
0: And, I, and you know what? Like, I didn't want to say anything because, like, I like that. Well, this is this good. Is Lucas, no, I mean, I I like that this is Lucas's number two. Um, and I like that people love this film because really what it means is it's opening more doors for filmmakers to get into horror. Mm. A, a genre that people are afraid to get into on the, um, I don't want to say, on the level of, Cinema, like there's so many bad horror movies that you could. It's you very could artsy. Counter argue, anyone could get into horror, right? And it's smart, yeah. But there's so many bad ones that people are Has afraid a taboo. To horror yeah. because it's assumed that they're just cheesy, bad movies. So like yep. Jordan Beale's really opening the door. Ari Aster's really opening the door for intelligent horror movies. This one just didn't hit for me. Um, probably for a bunch of different reasons. Uh, But for for the most part, timing and hype, I think is really what kind of crushed it for me. That's fair. If I had to summarize it, like, in a generality. What do you think
2: the world would look like (gasps) if this was Jordan Peele's first movie?
0: Hmm. I think it would still be I think it would have been middling. But if you don't have the get out, like, hype behind you, people aren't going to be looking at it like this is going to be the next great horror film. I would
1: hundred yeah. percent agree with you. I think without get out, people wouldn't have taken the extra effort to try and analyze this movie in the way that they did. Yeah, I think it would,
0: would have have it. Yeah. it would have it been received
1: completely differently. It would have been middling and reception. <laughs> you would have had those fans of the genre that would have went out of their way to be like, this movie's amazing, but it wouldn't have been the overwhelming reception that it was because it, be it wasn't coming in. in with that. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't coming yeah. in with that fanfare. Uh-huh. People were almost predisposed to wanting to love it because I think of Get good, Out.
0: It's yeah. a good, like, Invasion of the Body Snatchers type of film. I agree. It just, it just didn't hit for me. Like, that's, I, why, I I it. It. that's yeah. why I dropped it. Appreciate it. That's why
1: I dropped it. So I want to ask you guys a question. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, this is Lucas's pick, and I feel like I'm taking it over. And I'm sorry. Oh no, <laughs>
2: you're. I feel like I've said everything. I just I, have I,
1: opinions. <laughs> <laughs> That's I am okay. Is, man. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this then. I'll pose the question to both of you. Since it was delayed, what do you think he's gonna do with Candyman? I'm hoping it's not like this. And I'm hoping it's not like get out. Not that I'm opposed to it being like cerebral. I'm totally okay with that. I just don't mm-hmm. want it to be very interpretive.
0: I think because it's gonna be of... classic slasher. I, I hope so. Candy- That's what I, I want. He, I want he he it knows to be what
1: we want. That's what I want.
2: And I think uh, he doesn't want to be too samey. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't want these two movies to feel like extensions of each other. Which is why you he's know doing a
0: Twilight own Because it's everything is, every one is different from the other one. I think that's good. I, I'm totally
1: down with like using it as a, as a way of making any sort of like social justice references or, or movements. Like, that totally fits the Candyman world. It always kind of was that. So I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Yeah, But I don't want it to be like a very complex left open interpretive type of thing I, i'm actually there was a part of me that was almost concerned i was like don't not ruin but like don't change candy man i love candy man I, I don't know about you guys what do you guys think of the series
0: I uh, i mean i grew up with it right i, yeah. I think yeah. with this one we're we're still gonna get jordan peele right so we're we're probably going to get way more backstory on candy man
1: i kind of want it to be modern not like uh <laughs> I this think like happened in eighteen fifty. So yeah. now it's happening now. I kind of mm-hmm. want it to be like like a, a timepiece of like modern time creating this candyman type figure in the same vein as the candyman lore that we know. That's kind of where my head is anyway.
2: Yeah.
0: Look at what you think?
2: I've actually never seen Candyman. I am oh, aware wow. of it of when it first came out um, because I was pretty young at the time. But it's one of those. And I've come I've come to realize this, actually, that I have a very large hole of movies in the nineties, like the early nineties, especially if they weren't major like hits like Jurassic Park or something like that. I probably haven't seen it or heard of it because of the age that I was at that time. Yeah, You just weren't doing it because. Right. And then I didn't, it's not like I turned 16 and then I was like, all right, time to watch candy, man. You know what I mean? It just kind of I got you fell off the, the back of my mind. And so I never went back to it. Um, but I would be willing to watch it. Like it's one of those things where I'm like now, Oh, I, I have some homework to do. I should probably Ooh. go back and, yeah. and, and watch it because like I said, I'm aware of it. I remember seeing the box, uh, in the, in the video rental store, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, so
1: do you love the candy man, like folklore, like don't say candy man in the mirror.
2: Oh yeah. I yeah, mean, you know all definitely.
1: about that and you haven't yeah, even exactly. seen the movie. Exactly. Yep.
2: yep. Um, On the playground.
1: My wife, I am probably regurgitating. I'm sorry. My wife has never seen the original Texas chainsaw massacre and she's never seen any Friday the 13th movie. She has uh-huh. also never seen candy man. So when I am done, which is basically now I'm basically watched all the 2020 movies that I think I can watch at the moment. So I think I'm good when I'm done with research for the show. That's the plan. That's our Halloween plan. So basically, like starting next week, we are doing Texas Chainsaw Candyman and Friday the 13th. And I am very excited for her to watch Candyman. I think Candyman is the best slasher movie to introduce the females. His <laughs> the character is iconic, and yeah. he's seductive and suave and smooth in a way that no other slasher character is. It's yeah. not like mm. crude and, um, Josh, help me with the words. Freddy Krueger to children. Yeah, it's not like dismissive <laughs> or crude or stereotypical. It's yeah. not that at all. It's smart and it's Candyman is poetic. I know l-
0: Candyman from Final Destination. He's also death. He Tony Todd. Fun has, fun fact
1: for the show. Wanted him to do our intro instead of the crypt keeper.
0: Don't don't diminish the crypt keeper. Well, oh, I don't want to diminish it, but Tony
1: Todd. I was like his voice is iconic. I want him. You know what yeah. the problem was? He's hundred and fifty dollars more.
0: Yeah, I mean it makes sense. <laughs> uh, no, he, he him as an actor. He 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 lends. That charisma to the characters he plays, and and he's like that in anything he does. So I definitely agree with you. He's definitely more of the cool bad guy.
1: Are you concerned with a different casting?
0: No, not at all. I think really the story is. I think this. I think they need to recast just because Tony Todd's he's older, and you want to make a. If you're going to do a new Candyman, you want this person to be around. <gasps> Of
1: course. No, no. Don't get me wrong. You have to recast if you're making it. I, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. I I see Candyman kind of in the same way that I think of Robert England. Tony Todd is Candyman. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. there is a part of me that like if they don't nail it, I'm going to be like, oh, this isn't Candyman.
0: They don't worry about old people like us, though. They don't I know. care that we I know. remember. I just <laughs> meant old from old me, <laughs>
1: from me, like.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree with you on that. It might feel weird watching a different Candyman for sure. Um, but I think for, for our studio, that makes sense.
1: Lucas, I'd love for you to watch. I'd love to hear what you think. Yeah. Um, I, I can't mean, wait for my wife to see it. I think she's
0: going to like it. I, I was going to say, like it. it
1: won't fit
2: in our, uh, review, but I might be able no, to watch it before the suppose the watch along. And, they're board. very they're different. would never happen. They're, they're
1: very camera. horrific death scenes, but. <clears throat> Candyman always has like this charm to it. It's very different. It's, it's, it's. watching. He's like
0: that guy. He's handsome. I don't care what he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that you know what I'm trying we to say, right? The, 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 I know you're saying
1: like it's not really. It's kind of horror, but not horror in a way.
2: Is it kind <laughs> of like? It's um, kind of romantic. American, is it kind of like American Psycho? Um, no, no, the, <laughs>
1: no. Sort okay. of,
0: but not. It's different. It's compared it to.
2: That's the thing. Candyman is Did very you watch different.
0: Master? You know, oh, Wishmaster.
2: Forever, yes.
0: It's similar. Like this person has a purpose, and they don't care about anything else. So they're. It's like to if Twilight
1: craft. was horror. Okay. Like well, he's he's almost
0: he watched Twilight, Donny.
1: He? He's almost like haunting haunting her out of love, and I mean, it's goodness, crazy. Goodness like goodness the flip, goodness. like the the premise of Candyman, I think is perfect. It's great. Like it's a great. It's different. It's original. It's different. There's nothing like it. And I hate that sometimes, obviously, because the icons are icons, he just gets lopped into like slashers. You're like, oh, you got Chucky, Freddy, Candyman, and Jason. Yeah. He's so different from any of those folks. Mm. Like, it's not even close. Completely different thing.
0: No, I'll definitely Vanessa watch Lucas it. Lucas is number two. <laughs> I, yeah.
1: I love that yeah. we've just gone on this tangent. This might <laughs> be my new favorite episode that we've recorded. I think this is this is amazing. I hope the listeners tell us what they think. It's all the rum that you've had. About right? the us and Candyman. Hey, you might be right the first <laughs> room i've had in a month like hopefully this doesn't sound like a gibberish mess when i just edit it
0: i'm gonna have to <laughs> wait for the comments <laughs> josh be waiting. Hey. numero dos I'm so surprised Velvet Buzzside didn't make your list, Lucas. Oh <laughs> my
2: God, I there's not enough time. I think we said everything we needed to say. Yeah, on, if you uh, want to hear repetition. about Velvet Buzzside,
0: uh, go listen to the episode I was on. Oh, juxtaposed.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we crapped on that movie for like an hour I and a half, two hours. Notes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretentious. That's all you need to know.
0: Pretentious is should be the tagline for that movie. Um, <laughs> my number two is a, th- a movie that I think Donnie – at least intent, was intending to watch. I don't know if you did. Uh, this movie is a Spanish film, and it is called The Platform.
1: I have not seen it. Mm, I, I will put to see it this. on my review. I don't think I have as many review recommendations from you as I've probably given you to others, so I want to put it on mine. I will commit to watching The Platform before... Our well, review show. Let
0: me talk about it before you commit to watching it. Uh-oh. The platform So you're number 2. Is, <laughs> well, the platform is light horror. It's more horrific in what people go through. That's fine. Than it is, it. Uh, okay the best that, yeah. way I can describe it is a vertical snow piercer meets cube. Did you ever watch Cube?
2: Nope. Yeah. Yes. I've never watched Cube or
1: Snowpiercer for that matter.
0: um, That's surprising. Oh, okay. Well, you should watch both movies too. Um, At least Cube is horror. Snowpiercer is not horror.
1: The Cube? Snowpiercer. I thought Snowpiercer Uh, was a TV show.
0: It is now based on the movie. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that. Yes, Chris Evans is in the film, and Jennifer Connelly is in the TV show. It's way better than it has any right to be. Really? It is incredible. I feel Uh, like But the Cube is actually horror, and Snowpiercer is not horror. That's
1: also, I thought it was like a sci-fi. I thought Snowpiercer was like a Hunger Games type of thing.
0: It is. No, it's it's sci-fi... Um...
2: What, the cube?
0: It's a snow piercer. Uh, snow Sci fi oh. society driven. I'm taking linear. you off your
2: point. It doesn't
1: matter. Let's get back to That's the okay. platform.
0: So, listen, so the platform. <laughs> uh, I've heard a I lot about it, this movie, by the way. I watched it on Netflix.
1: Comes highly recommended.
0: You do have to change it to English yeah. um, subtitles and get off that dubbing because, no. Oh, if you no hear dub. the movie start in English, change it right away. <laughs> oh, man. Throw um, the
2: remote at your TV. <laughs> um,
0: so, yes, the platform. It's obvious, as I will say. Uh, that this is my number two. It's. I don't want to ruin it because you haven't seen it. So I'm I know the premise. To,
1: I know the premise. It's like this the premise. Hang is on. It's like this, this class, swip like flip flop type of thing, right?
0: I mean, I don't know what you mean, but maybe social class. No, you, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. It's kind. You'll, you'll. I'll, I'll explain it to you. So <clears throat> this guy, he, he, um, he ends up in
1: government the experiment platform. program in
0: the platform he signed up willingly yep he signed up to quit smoking so they said okay you we're going to you're going to quit smoking and this is how you're going to do it you're going to join our program for 3 months and in 3 months we promise you you will not smoke anymore okay so he signs up everyone who signs up for this program they are allowed to bring one item in with them anything they want he picks Don Quixote the book Hmm. it's like I want to bring Don Quixote so he signs up for this program he wakes up in this room I'm gonna call it a cube because it makes sense story-wise he wakes up uh clearly not knowing where he is he's Uh, as you would assume, drugged and wakes up there or put under like anesthesia or whatever. Uh, He wakes up and there's someone in the room with him. And it's a cement room. And in the middle of the room is a giant hole. Uh, Each room is numbered. I believe the first room that he is in is 74. I could be wrong. How this works is he is informed by his um, roommate, uh, obviously, who says, hey, uh, this is the story. And I'm going to leave out like the eccentricities of it. You're in this room. You're here for a month. We're on number 74. That means 73 people eat before us on a lowering platform. That is full of food. All like escargot, cake, wine. That's what I was thinking Like
1: with my, maybe the social class thing I went too far with, but I was kind of thinking, it's like this flip-flop mishmash of like the haves and the have-nots, right?
0: Kind of, yes. Kind of, sort of. um, At the end of the month, everyone falls asleep. I'm doing quotes (laughs) so you can't see it. Falls asleep and they wake up in a different floor. Yes. So, he is informed by this first guy, "Hey, listen. We're on 74. Like we're not going to get a lot of food. If any food." And it might not be 74. They might have been like 47. I think it might have been like in the 40s. Um, so like uh, you know, this guy's he's like his roommate's eating right away. So they have a conversation you find out this dude he's with, who you're going to be roommates with for the whole time you're there. His knife, his knife, his pick was a knife. He brought the samurai plus knife, which gets sharper unless oh, no. you cut it, which is what he learned on the infomercial when he bought it. <laughs> so everyone, everyone who's in here, they bring an item with them. So this, the main character, he's with this older guy, and they're talking, and they're like, "Well, like how many levels?" And you look down, and it's just a pit. There's people below him, there's people above him. And the new guy, he's trying to talk to people. And the, the older guy there, he's like, don't talk to them. Don't worry about it. They don't want to talk to you. They treat each other terribly. Yep. Like this guy, he eats and then he spits on the food as it's going down. Or he pisses Aww. down. Um, and the people won't answer him above or below. It's how, just, it is like a social class thing, right?
1: How gross or spaghetti is this movie? Because that's a big reason why I haven't watched it yet.
0: Okay, so... This is what I'll say. I was Um, expecting
1: a human centipede type of thing.
0: It's not human Mm -hmm. centipede. That's good. But what (laughs) does happen is um, the guy that he's with kind of tells him how many floors down he's been. And then he wakes up the second time on a very, 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 very low floor. And where is your only Mm. food source? It's your neighbor. And you're there for a month. And it gets worse.
2: (laughs) Mm.
1: That's what I meant by the social class. It's very much like putting, pitting people against each other in like these extreme situations. Yeah.
0: So this movie does feature cannibalism. Uh, It is a relatively hard aspect, but they don't really like. Just like like, raw, right? They don't glorify it. Like it's shown as a necessity, you know. Um, That's good. It's tasteful. T- yeah pardon tational, the pun, pun intended <laughs> uh, uh there are definitely some twists and turns and and a maybe surprise or two for you uh a movie i was very surprised that i liked so much it is uh, intense it is emotional it is scary in a different way that we are used to talking about sure um Awesome film. It comes up on most people's
1: short lists. I wanted to watch it. Um, I had the flu for 12 days, so I didn't watch (laughs) a whole lot. This was definitely on my list. This is one of the movies I didn't get to. There are very few movies that recording this podcast I felt like I didn't get to, and this is one of them. There may be a handful of movies I'm like, damn, I really wish I watched that. And um, this was definitely come highly recommended, so I'm eager. I'll watch it for the wrap-up show. I guarantee it.
2: Yeah, same here. Same here.
1: Great. Okay. Great. We are at number one, which, <laughs> d- 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 drum roll, is definitely Midsummer. Um I would well, like to yes, lead is the that way.
2: True? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. I would like to lead the way.
1: Um, 100% own the director's cut, the collector's edition, the A24 thing.
2: I'm so mad about <laughs> that. Oh, gosh.
1: Did they never do like reprints or anything?
2: No. No. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, yeah, that in the glory, sucks. Johnny. I'm so
1: sorry. If you guys if I had known that beforehand, I wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, sure. You wouldn't
0: no, that. I would not have. I'm so sorry. Wait, you mean the one I have is so limited? It's not on sale I'm yet? sorry.
1: Um hang on. I wanted okay, to pull up goes my for
0: an eBay. I wanted to pull up my tweet.
1: I watched this movie july fifth, twenty nineteen, which I believe was the day after it came out because um it's a fun story and not not fun story but it's a little anecdote i i was with the wife i think we were without the kids i think we sent the kids to in-laws so we wanted to go to the movies right and we could watch one of two movies we could watch annabelle creation or we could watch midsummer so i was like all right let's watch annabelle creation because my wife has done all the conjuring stuff so we watched that first and then the second day my wife couldn't go she had to work and i was i was on vacation so um I was like, oh, I'm going to go watch Midsummer, and I'll let you know how it is. And she goes, great. I went and watched Midsummer, And here was the tweet from the moment I got in my car when I left the theater. Midsummer is indispensable. Absolutely. Wonderfully pagan themed horror that thrills the eye with both beautiful and grotesque imagery. Unlike anything else I've ever seen. The queer nature of everything that's going on demands your complete attention as a viewer. And the use of sound, including music and silence, is masterful. The best movie. Guys, the one thing that I always say at- why are you laughing, Josh? I'm sorry.
0: I feel like I feel like that is like your college thesis. Like it's like my pretentious proud, movie you're review. You're most proud of that yeah. tweet.
1: That, it was my best. Like <laughs> be I great. tried my best to give it yeah. everything I could. I think uh, it's
0: great. I just think it's funny. Like how like pointed flower. you were. Like you you were on a mission to. Write oh, that. I
1: thought. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so here's the thing that it, it, you're exactly right. Thank you for setting me up. Yeah. The thing <laughs> that I wanted to say about this movie ever. It might be one of my favorite movies of all time. It might be my favorite horror movie of all time. I don't know. I've never actually sat down and tried to rank them. Uh, often when people ask me, I always go with the Evil Dead um, because because things we've already said in the podcast. But to be honest with you, the one thing that I can absolutely tell people, Midsummer is the best, my favorite, the most best favorite horror movie that I've ever had the chance to see the day it was released. And that is not close. There's nothing close to it. I've seen tons of horror movies that i love the day that they've been released i was there for halloween i was there for the dawn of the dead remake i saw the evil dead remake you guys have already heard me talk about how much i love that and all kinds of things in between and everything since then midsummer is in a class of its own
0: yeah
1: it's with halloween it's with the original elm street it's with the original Child's play like midsummer is on the rushmore of scary movies for donny reese personally i fucking love this movie.
0: (laughs) I love your enthusiasm. I've seen
1: it three or four times. I have the director's cut. Uh, I don't think the director's cut is mandated viewing. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen it. Um, I bought the director's cut. This is one of those (laughs) movies. I saw it in the theater. I bought the director's cut on iTunes cause it was exclusive to iTunes. Mm-hmm. I don't even have a fucking iP- Apple device. I had to use my wife's phone and I had to download iTunes on my computer and then hook my laptop up to the TV oh to God. watch the damn thing. And I then when,
0: the whole event on discord.
1: <laughs> and then when they released the actual director's cut on, I bought it instantly. I didn't even, didn't even check what the price was. Didn't even care. I was like, yep. Add to cart purchase PayPal. Now I love this movie. Um, for everything that my tweet just said it's in my opinion and i'm sorry justin <laughs> in my opinion it's masterful and when i told you that i was going to be a stan and a shill for Ariaster, yeah because of midsummer i was blown away the fact that this movie was as terrifying and as horrifying as i thought it was in the fucking daylight the whole <laughs> movie is done in the middle of the day Mm -hmm. (laughs) you see all of it and you remember josh when we watched hereditary and i was telling you that he does a great job of making you feel what the characters are feeling um i didn't even look it up josh because i didn't like i said i didn't i did no notes who's a florence Pugh? right i just remembered her yeah that moment where she's screaming screaming in grief i felt that and I'm not even a girl. Like, I have, there's no reason. Like, and I hated the fact that dude was being a dick. And when she sets
2: him on fire, I was like, that's what he gets. <laughs> like, oh well, my God. And, and because of the beginning of the movie, the way that they set up that relationship is so, like, you really feel that she's kind of tied herself to this guy.
0: And, you want like, out, right? Yeah, yeah you want, want out. That's
1: perfect, Josh. Yes. <laughs> you want out. You're like, leave this jerk. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's the whole time I felt it. When we were talking about hereditary, the only thing I was thinking of was how much I wanted out of Florence Pugh's relationship in <laughs> Midsummer because they really let you you feel like the taken advantage of girlfriend. Yep. Mm-hmm. A girl who just wants to be loved. She lost her and parents and her sister. Fight. And she feels and that grief. Is, and you and feel that grief. A dick. And he has yeah. a dick about it. What a great casting! And she all is. of his friends are dicks. They're like, let her. Le- it's it's her again. Blah, Dude blah, starts blah.
1: pissing on like the eternal tree and shit.
0: Oh, like, oh. God, yeah. How
1: part <laughs> of this movie is like just desserts, but also so grotesque that you also kind of feel bad. Like when you walk in, when you see. So here's the thing: this movie isn't all that horrific. It's very no. implied, which. As I've said with Texas Chainsaw, is more terrifying than being hostile. It's so much mm-hmm. more terrifying wondering what the fuck happened than watching a drill go through through, through somebody's kneecap. Im-
0: it's scary t- because to me, anyway, us, we we could, all of us could easily picture ourselves in that situation. Imagine yeah. your group of friends was like, "Hey,
1: where you Bob's slowly? From Sweden.
0: Let's go to his home because they have this huge festival. and They love Americans, and we're gonna have." We're gonna do drugs and we're gonna have drinks and it's gonna be amazing. And this, then you get there and you're like, Fuck, we're in a commune. What are we doing? The here? scariest white now. people
1: the scariest white people I've <laughs> ever seen. Yeah,
0: like the suicide like, scenes
1: when they jump off the cliff. Yeah. And you watch the body go thud. And then yeah. you watch the hammer go
0: thud. It's like, oh shit, we're not they're not dead yet.
1: <laughs> I was alone without my wife, and I'm sitting in the movie theater and I'm like,
0: Holy shit, did you see this? <laughs> Like it blew I mean, me going to the front asking for a refund. Hey, it, this guy next to me, he's, he's a, he's a bit much. It blew
1: <laughs> me away. Like if, yeah, if you can't tell, it blew me away. And again, uh, the daylight and the backdrop and yeah. the outfits and the flowers. It's so that tweet it's beautiful. I, I search for vocabulary and synonyms to say that tweet. Cause I wanted to, I wanted to precisely, say what I was trying to say in 140 characters. Yeah. Yeah. When I say it's like perverse, there is so much weird shit happening in this movie. I've never felt, um, and I guess this may be a better question for Lucas and maybe explain to me why um, Mm -hmm. with your background and everything. I've never felt so captivated. I don't know if it was just because I was so into the story, but everything feels so odd and so different. And that's why I use the word perverse. It was captivating in a way. It was like I didn't understand it, but I didn't didn't dare look away. I didn't dare look at my phone. I have never felt so into something. I was completely immersed in everything. I was looking at the background, the side characters. What's this person doing over here? Why is this picture here? I was in it in a way that I don't know if I've ever been into a movie any other way.
2: Well, I think that's when like... Everything just comes together. You know, it's like perfect cinema, the storytelling, the cinematography, the sound. I mean, it. I, I went to the movie theater by myself, too. And I remember being there watching it because, it, it. again, it's one of those movies that just. You're in the theater and you've got to pee, you. but you don't go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're like, I'll go. i wait later. Right now is this.
1: I'm, I'm watching this. I love the fact that we just got what you just said on recording. I, I hyped this movie up. I tweeted that. I can't tell you how bad my wife felt when I was like, this is the best horror movie I've ever seen. And she just watched Annabelle Creation, which we liked. Not half as good as this movie. <laughs> you know, I was like, she was we like, felt she, bad for her. she was like, fuck, we picked the wrong movie. Like, we totally picked the wrong movie. This is the best movie I've ever seen. And just to back you up, and the reason I tell this anecdote, when I got the director's cut and I brought it home and we watched it. And I here's the thing. I didn't tell her anything about the movie. I just told her that yeah. I loved it. I didn't tell her what happened. I didn't allude to what happened. We sat down. I was like, we're going to watch this. I'm not going to tell you anything. When the movie was over, this is what she said to me. This is art. It needs to be in a museum somewhere. Mm-hmm. She doesn't right. even like horror. And she was like, this is the best thing you've ever shown me. That's amazing. Did you hear
0: that listeners? Donnie would not spoil this film for his wife, but you you are just class it's a- If you, you are haven't seen life.
1: Midsummer yet, I can't help you. I don't know what to. Why are you here? <laughs> I have so many
2: questions. It would be interesting to hear from somebody who didn't like the movie and the reasonings. I don't as want to hear from why. Justin. No, I- not well, Justin. No, it'd it'd just be interesting
1: a- to hear from somebody not Justin.
2: It's it's an interesting because there are people who don't like. They go. Oh, it doesn't far. have a great
1: Metacritic. It's like an eighty.
2: I think what you know, it's I not us, it is, it's
1: not get out, you know, it's not those those films.
2: The difference between this and other artistic movies is that it doesn't feel pretentious, honestly. Like, it might come off that way to some, but it really, like, having seen a lot of you. artistic fi- films, it doesn't come off as pretentious or like wink, wink, nod, nod. We're making uh, art over here, so anybody who doesn't like that can stuff themselves
1: unlike I, the killing a sacred deer unlike us it's completely explained if you're there for it
2: yeah yeah and there's so much going on like when you posted that thing about the drugs and how that actually like continues for far longer than you than you realize that it's those small touches in anything that really add up and help convey a story it's expert it's, yeah, it's expert storytelling <sighs> Yeah. it doesn't happen very often, but when it this does. is
1: all of our number one movie. So Josh, get in here, like tell us, but like, I, I, I've waxed poetic. I don't <laughs> know what else I can do. Like, this is a, this is a 10 out of 10 movie for me if I've ever had one.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, obviously I agree with everything you guys have said. Uh, and I think I kind of said why I love it in our conversation earlier. Like it's just what Ari Aster does, right? He makes you, I'm a, I'm a very, um, out of my control, empathetic human being, and I hate that sometimes. Yeah, and and his movies really take advantage of people like me in, in a good way, and maybe in a bad way also. Um, I think this makes empaths out of people who aren't, but for people who are like me, who are very empathetic, these are these are tough movies, and they're horror or horrific because you're experiencing the film through the characters you're not watching a movie right you it's are a perfect way of putting you you are in this um, toxic relationship and you want to make it work still you don't know why you feel like she wants this to work and you want it to work. She's put in mm-hmm. this thought and then when when shit goes sideways, You want her to do the right thing. You want her to make the right decisions, even if it's to make tough choices that maybe you would never make. And then you hope for the best outcome when she makes those decisions. You don't want her arc to end where it does. That's not what she wants, but that's what she is. Oh,
1: I'm not going to lie to you.
0: She's when when the time comes for him to get his control. just desserts,
1: I was totally fucking for it. Wait, I was but, like...
0: <laughs> but she's not left in a good spot. and you, You're right. And Damn. you may want... He does this thing where it's kind of implied that she's fine. And like you can maybe kind of be like, oh, she's going to be fine. But you know, from the story of the whole movie, she's screwed. She feels mm-hmm. good for a minute. She feels loved. Vindicated. She hasn't felt loved for the whole movie. True. Sure. She feels this sense of community and family.
1: Yep. Support.
0: But she doesn't know, and we know, that it isn't going to last. Yeah. And that's scary. That's the scariest like, thing of all. You live with this character for the whole movie, and you feel for her. And you see that she thinks she's getting what she wants, but you know she isn't. Yeah. Which makes it like 10 times worse it's
2: it's like the devil one you know what i mean and yeah, she doesn't like, even know it
0: like she doesn't know she lost she yeah it's like feeling of family and loving. i know i
1: told you guys last she year be off a
0: cliff <laughs> on our
1: three hour horror podcast but i love that this movie is so slowly built that yeah. by the time that you reach the end <laughs> you're literally on fire and I'm not necessarily sure how many people realize the fact that the person is fucking burning alive. <laughs> you know, people are like, it was something that's, I, I saw one of the reactions I saw to this, this movie. It wasn't that scary. It's not a horror movie. And I'm like, we did not watch the same movie. You were not paying attention.
0: Yeah. This I mean, person's being burned at the fucking stake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not paranormal activity, right? The people who want that, yeah, they're not going to get that out of this. It's for sure. not
2: jump scares. It's
0: the opposite house. of that. No, yeah. It's human nature. It's everything. When about you see it the, the human dude's human lungs, experience. yes, oh, that is yeah. the scariest shit. <laughs> it is.
2: That was so scary. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Yeah. it's the stuff that could be real that is much more horrible to me
1: I think this this movie because of its implied nature and because of its like um because of the the weird things that I love about it I think this movie comes as close to Texas chainsaw as anything that's come since Texas chainsaw There's a lot of uh, I have a lot of the same feelings with the original Texas Chainsaw and maybe I just love that movie more than I should. But like the original Texas Chainsaw left so many things implied so many things weird. The first time I watched it I was in my own head about it. I was like. Why is this happening? And what is he exactly doing? And I was trying to piece it all together. It's exactly where I was with midsummer. And the, the, the reaction that I was having was felt familiar in that way. Um, mm. where I was just jumping from conclusion to conclusion. And then when you see horrific things like the lungs and being burned, it's like, you're like, this is terrifying. Um, like those hammers. Those big wooden, and the way that they explained it is almost more terrifying than the actual act that's happening. Like, you see this grotesque imagery, and they're like, listen, these aren't Americans. They're not people like you. This is their way of life. And you're like, I guess that's okay. Like, it it lulls (laughs) you into the sense. And then by the end of the movie, you're like, I have experienced some really fucked up shit. You know? it lulls you yeah. into thinking it's okay and i think that's the scariest part of the whole thing and the whole movie does that from the whole breeding thing and the like the the arranged relationships like the whole community is kind of this weird cultish sacrament fuck fest right like just mm-hmm. this mind fuck that's going on this manipulation and like that's terrifying and then the actual things that are happening are 10 times worse. I don't know. I was caught off. I I wasn't caught off guard, but lulled. That's the only word I have. I was lulled into accepting it in a way that like saw or hostile or nightmare. Never. Those things I never accepted as being like, ah, this is the way this happens. Yeah. And in midsummer, I was like, this is this community. And that shit scared me more than anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was so like, well, then, you know, platform can't be your number one. If you watch it, <laughs> if you watch it for the first time, <laughs> I, I, it doesn't sound like it's gonna, <laughs> I be
1: was just gonna... like, you know, this is how these people live for so much of this movie. I was like, you know, like this it went in Rome and at the well, end, by the time Rome I got to the end, and, I was yeah. like, that's the scariest shit ever. This is how people rise to power. Oh my god! Like what I am I capable of? I am in a cult
2: of? now. I'm not even sure what just happened. <laughs> exactly.
0: bad <laughs> I think I'm in a cult.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: just an, an expert mind fuck, I guess, if you will. I was just, I was, just over the moon.
2: Yes. This is what I thought, uh, like Suspiria was going to be like after all that hype. So something yeah. like this, where, um, you know, it just really does captivate you. It it's a pretty high bar. It's and it's those weird
1: things, right? Like the. Oh, like, yeah. what the fuck was that? Why is that a thing? Why are they doing yeah. that? Like, the water, the, the pubic hair, they're all of these fucking weird little things that you're like, why are they doing that? What's the connection? And I don't even know if there was a connection.
0: It's <laughs> just, a pubic it's hair. Way. It's the way. It's <laughs> the way.
1: It's just these people. This is the way these people are. They have a fucking sacred tree. It lays on Listen, the ground. If we
0: can't all communally orgasm together, what life are we living? <laughs> Maybe
2: we got it wrong, dude. Guys.
1: That whole scene was a trip. My wife, like, I never forget. My wife looked at me, and I felt, I felt uncomfortable watching with my wife. Yeah. And I've seen, yeah. I've seen, t- I've seen tons of sex scenes with my wife. And my wife looked at me, and she was like, "The fuck is happening?" Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I was mortified, and I was in a theater with a bunch of strangers that I didn't even know. I'm like, so glad I'm sitting in the front row because I don't want to see all these people looking at each other.
0: Like, what the hell are we watching right now? I just went to see you Midsummer with my mom, and she's sitting there next to
1: me. In video. Oh my god! Could you imagine watching Midsummer with your parents? Oh
2: god! I can't imagine watching it with anybody, really. Like, I'm glad I went to the theater by myself.
0: <laughs> I think I Josh am too. slowly puts his hand on Lucas's knee. <laughs> it's
2: not that kind
1: of movie. <laughs> Do you imagine if that's the moment where you decide to slip the arm?
0: Like,
2: oh god! Oh. <laughs> almost all, Lucas. You want to get one more grab of that? Popcorn? Oh god,
1: <laughs> guys. Horrible. I fucking love this movie. I'm not even, I'm going to be a shill. I'll be a Stan. You can call me whatever you want. Bias, whatever. I don't care. I love this movie in a way. I, I love very seldom how I don't want it to be lost on me. Cause I think it's important. How many times have you ever been to a theater and watched a movie the day or week or whatever it came out where you walked out of the movie going, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Isn't it like a fleeting rare occurrence? Yeah. Not very often. It's like no, never happened. Often. And Especially then in the horror movie. space, like in a genre that you love that obviously horror, never. that we all love. Right. Yeah, exactly. Never that was my biggest takeaway. That's the reason why I love this movie so much. I was in that moment walking to my car and I was like, this is what it must've been like for people that watched Halloween or jaws or like, yeah, just whatever yeah. that movie was. This, this is that moment for me. Like I'm living in that moment for years, for two decades of my entire life. I was like, I missed it. I missed all the fun. Like, I missed it. And the Midsummer comes along. It's like, I had it. This was my moment. I was there the day that Midsummer came out. I can tell that to people. Like, I was there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's ever been a movie, to be honest. Like, I think Interstellar might be the only other movie that comes close where I can say that. Like, oh, I saw that in theaters the day it came out.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: So, there you go, Good listeners. We fucking love this movie. Yeah. If you had to I mean, obviously, I don't think it goes without saying. I think everybody that just heard me for like the last 40 minutes knows. If I had to pick a movie for the decade, undoubtedly, it's not close. For me. For me at least.
0: But we are for sure picking it for 2019.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no question there. Uh, it was so funny because uh when we started re- thinking of this idea for the show like the format and everything when we said like hey we're all gonna deliberate and pick one in my head i was like if they don't fucking pick midsummer we're gonna have an issue I like
0: i'm not gonna uh, i'm ah. not
1: gonna leave this fucking episode until somebody everybody agrees with me <laughs> i will change your mind <laughs> so um with that said does anybody have any I've, I've got a bunch myself but I, I will i've talked a lot so i will see the floor how about some other honorable mentions
0: shortlist crawl yeah. that's okay. a good one you see crawl great yeah great. i did see crawl creature Longer feature yeah creature feature uh and uh, uh kayla i'm gonna mess up her last names Coladero or whatever um and um barry pepper great great jobs Barry peppers uh, yeah I also. What else do I have on my list? I Pet own Cemetery. a movie, *Big Miss* Pet I would agree with that. Not children, as good as the original. Harm to children? Not my bag anymore. You think so? Uh, punching your daughter? No, thank you. Not Watching sure. a child get run over by a truck? No, thank you. Let me you. ask you
1: guys this: um, <laughs> I saw that in theaters the day it released. My wife yeah. wanted to go see *Pet Cemetery*. I agree with you. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't think it's as good as the original, but it's weird to say that because it's it's oddly like a very one-to-one remake of the original.
0: Yeah, they just changed the daughter to the
1: Yeah, they hit like a lot of the same the beats, but it just doesn't feel the same. But here's a I think this might be a hot take, but I've never said it to anybody, so maybe I'm just in my own head about this. I love Pet Cemetery Two way more than Pet Cemetery One.
0: Yeah, that's I think that's not a hot take. I think that's, okay. Okay. that's uh a good uh, good film. It's uh, really sure.
1: funny in a way that like the
2: original never was.
0: But they got Stephen King out of the way and they were like, let's make this movie right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Stephen okay. King and movies doesn't really it's got Ed Furlong, yeah. go together very it's well. It's
0: fucking yes. hilarious. Um, and then um, before I get to, before we go to Lucas, I just wanted to mention I watched a film from this year which has oh. now made, has made history. It is now yeah. in The top five, maybe it's now in the top three worst movies I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I'm excited to hear this. Yeah, what is it? Picture is by Gaspar Null, who did Irreversible and other movies. It's called Climax. It is. I almost watched. I've seen Climax. With Sophia Botel. Hang on a second. uh, You liked Mother, right? Mother.
1: Oh, my bad. Never mind.
0: This movie <clears throat>
1: I would so lop them together. Mother so and Climax.
0: Mad. I can't even imagine another movie being this bad, Donnie, to be honest with you. So I'm going to watch Mother. Uh
1: I don't think Mother Mother okay, hang on, let me film <laughs> Mother is Cl- equal, Mother is way better like produced and, and written, maybe. Climax is kind of like a they're both like really weird, strange Nice.
0: the acting in this film is horrendous the they literally just got dancers and put them in a film yeah mother dance? has better
1: acting for sure This it's, it's, it's
0: a french film yeah we're just gonna yeah. put a camera on you for 25 minutes in a straight shot of uh, this film playing the same song Yeah, and you're just gonna dance in its overhead camera not to mention I don't know, more child harm. There is a part of the film that is filmed upside down. Um, there's part of the film where it's only screaming for 15 yep. minutes. Yep. It oh, is, uh, it's artsy, Lucas. Sounds of pretentious. Of the, of the day. day.
1: I think but that's a very fitting word for that movie.
0: An American's idea of French cinema. And mm-hmm. it stinks. Like... Non deodorant French people, <laughs> this movie sucked my ass. it is so bad. Wow, You're like put, mad at it! Put that You're on the familiar, box. This movie
1: sucked it. my ass.
0: I <laughs> that anybody, my be, could be,
1: that could be considered a good thing, though, right?
0: I wish I could men in black flash Donnie so he wouldn't remember seeing this movie. <laughs> Help him along. It starts with the credits and then. Twenty-five minutes into the film, there's more credits. That's true. And Then, twenty minutes m- longer, there's another credit sequence. Climax well, like is an joke.
1: experience. I, I actually would love to know Lucas's thoughts on this movie because it's, it's, it's something.
2: I sort. I don't know if it's good,
1: it. but it's something.
2: I sort of want to watch it just watch it. because it sounds awful. Don't What's that? Don't, don't watch, watch it. it. Don't.
1: No, I kind of want to hear what Lucas thinks. I kind of want the show where Lucas comes back and he's like, "Josh, you know what you're talking about. This movie's amazing." <laughs>
0: Lucas, if you watch this movie and you think it's amazing. We're I no longer friends.
2: Sh- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely going to watch it now. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh,
1: so here's what I was saying about this movie. And the reason why I watch it, if you Google like best horror movies, it shows yeah, it up a comes lot. Yeah, up on lists. Yeah. that's where
0: I watched it. Yep. same, same.
1: And I agree with you, Josh. I didn't like it. I don't know if I hate it as much as you, cool.
0: but I, I, like,
1: oh. I, yeah, I don't think it was good either. I agree with you. Huh. Like I think oh, no. Blair Witch remake you is way worse.
0: You don't agree with me <laughs> because I don't think that there's two worse movies than this. This is
1: your Blair Witch movie. This is your Blair Witch. I, I love it.
0: I hate. I hate that I wasted. It, not only that, it's not yeah. even a, a long movie. It felt like a six-hour long movie, <laughs> and it's like an hour and a half. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. If I hate it. Face. To like, I hate this movie.
2: (laughs) Do you hate the person who made the movie?
0: You know what? I don't know him, but yeah, I wish he was dead.
2: (laughs) Wow. Wow. Whoa. That's truly horrific.
0: I don't wish anyone was dead. Anyone?
1: I mean, I'm sure there's someone. I mean. I definitely wish there was a few people that would just die. (laughs) Like the world would be better without them.
0: I just don't wish he was dead. Lucas, you, what are your honorable uh, mentions? Uh,
2: well, I'm glad that you gave me the time to look this up, and I almost mentioned a movie that apparently released in 2020. So I almost did my classic snap awesome.
0: regular episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, so I do have at least one movie I've seen in 2020. Um, <laughs> scary stories to tell in the dark. I watched uh, it this week. I own the Blu-ray look at you uh not i was great. excited for this one yeah not i mean yeah not great you'll think of it it's like how are you going to put all these short stories <clears throat> okay. together
1: here's what i'll say about it Stop not that, a man. not <laughs> a bad pick if you've got like preteens, young kids that you want to get into horror yeah not awful yes. it's okay yeah. it's like a casper like experience that's scarier than casper but not much
2: it's all yeah right. it's it's the it's the are you ready for adult horror films yet kind of, kind of <laughs> testing yep. the waters i agree feel. i agree which i sort of expected it's based on kids books but I it's mean, actually
1: based on the book did you guys read that yeah. book
0: yeah i was like anthology. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah did you like know
1: three of them did you know that there's a documentary about those books no, I watched the documentary. It's not great, but it no. is. It is enlightening in the fact that like there were like moms PTA groups against the book, trying to get yeah. it, like taken out of libraries and stuff. Like that's in, that's asinine. That's
0: insane. I remember <laughs> getting it. What? Said. what? Why was that? I didn't get it. that, Josh. Vanicula. That's what those parents wanted. To read. Oh gosh,
2: That was ridiculous. I, I was transfixed by the art in that in those books. That's so weird.
1: The art in the documentary, they spend an amazing amount of time talking about the artists that did it and why they did it and how they did it and the, there's like 3D mold creations, claymations and stuff to recreate it. There's a lot wow. of that. If you're into the art, you actually might like the
2: documentary. <laughs> maybe I will check it out. It's
1: on Amazon. The documentary's on Amazon.
2: All right. Um No, I don't think there's too much here. Uh Tigers Are Not Afraid was kind of a miss for me. Um, oh, I love that movie. I could see, again, one of those that I don't think I was really invested in. I I think that's a Josh movie.
1: I think Josh should absolutely watch that movie. I think I told you that last year, Josh. I think you love
2: that movie. You can be the tiebreaker because, I don't know, like the turn. My wife loves that movie.
0: Tigers what now? I'll put it on my website. Tigers Tigers are not not afraid. afraid. Of what?
1: No, that's that's it. (laughs)
2: Um, It's
1: it's about a poverty ridden community overcoming itself through the world of horror yeah, and the power of children. Yeah. Oh, that, I like that it. Puts, it's on shutter go on it. Josh, you need a shutter account.
2: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to subscribe. Yeah. Um, and lastly, uh haunt. That was that shutter movie. If I'm remembering correctly. That's a good one. I actually didn't mind that. Yeah. yeah that's what I fun. would call like fun. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, I don't always look down my nose at everything and go, <laughs> it's not art, is it? Oh, boy. So. Well,
1: then let me.
0: You got to watch Climax <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> with my wife.
1: I didn't look up all the dates on these, so maybe you guys can correct me here, but I've got a few that I at least want to throw out there. Um, I think we've touched on a lot. Um, first and foremost, Annabelle Comes Home. I actually liked. I enjoyed. It's supernatural in a way that the other ones aren't. Um, but it's for a purpose, which I appreciate if you're going into it, not invested into the conjuring universe. I don't think you will appreciate it. Be like, why the hell is there a werewolf? What the fuck's going on? This is weird. If you're into the conjuring universe and you're following it, all that stuff has meaning and that's why it's there. So I think that might be a big disconnect that, that I have with that movie that other people don't Josh, have you seen Dr. Sleep? And should I watch it?
0: No, it's on my. It was on my list.
1: I have the movie. I bought the movie, and I haven't watched it yet.
0: I have my cousin's Voodoo, and it's on his Voodoo, and I kept, I kept poking at it, but the runtime was too long. Every time, same. I I keep putting it off. I didn't have the time to watch it. What is two and a half hours? I'm guessing. um, I I don't remember. To be honest with you, it's
1: like a sequel that I don't think I ever wanted. It's like I don't have like a burning desire to watch it, but it's like just a wanting to watch it, wanting to say I I watched it.
0: Yeah. I don't know that I needed to sequel to The Shining, but I also simultaneously want to watch it. Kind of scared that yeah. it,
2: like, ruins The
1: Shining. <laughs> like, I don't know about this one, guys.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. It seems like you're touching something that should be untouchable, you know? Like, just leave it alone.
0: I, I had, had the- my two, and, and so was Ma. Did you guys see Ma? I
2: did see
1: Ma. Yeah, I, I saw Ma. Ma mm. is middling to good. I like Ma. I don't think it's great. If you've seen the trailer... You've seen the movie.
0: That's what I figured. Yeah.
1: Um, the Perfection came out May 2019.
0: I like oh, I The Perfection. Like oh, I like that movie.
1: <laughs> I like The Perfection. The Perfection is cool because, uh, Josh, you said Hereditary felt like three movies. Perfection definitely feels like two different movies. There is the first movie, and there's a whole fucking second movie, and they are not the same movies, and I liked it for that. Um, Child's Play.
2: The remake, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I did watch that. Yeah. Did you? Did you like it? I did. You know, it wasn't too bad, actually. Again, another like fun kind of movie. Um, and I could see like, were were you happy with it?
1: Were... I thought the movie was average. I think I said that when I came out of the movie theater. I don't regret watching it or purchasing it. I had a really fun time watching it. Yeah. I went to the movie theater with the Chucky doll, um, so I I got to have that experience. Everybody that was at the theater. Love the fact that I brought Chucky with me. That was a really cool experience. Here's the, all right. So the fun, I, I know, our, I know we're running long and I'm sorry, Lucas, I'm, I'm not trying to take your time, but
2: oh no, It's okay. You um,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. That I'm really here. makes me feel bad.
0: I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I'm going to call you when my son wakes up and then we'll see how you do.
1: <laughs> so I wanted to take Chucky, a big reason why I bought the doll. This is the limited edition. Um, not scream factory trick-or-treat studios replica doll of the thing was a limited edition. I paid a lot of money for it. And the reason I wanted it was twofold. I always wanted a Chucky doll from the moment I saw Chucky, I wanted a Chucky doll. And I was always, Mm -hmm. I was actually always like really perplexed and surprised that they didn't make Chucky dolls. Isn't that a weird thing? Like in the world of marketing, like why did we never have like, I'll go to Walmart and get a Chucky doll doll. Right. It didn't make any damn sense to me. Anyway, um, the second part that I wanted is I wanted to, I actually wanted to take him with me to watch the movie. That was the reason I why I bought the doll you
2: saying that. Yeah.
1: Uh, cause we haven't had a Chucky movie in theaters in so long and it's not Chucky. It's different doll and all that. I get that different writer and everything, but it's still, it's still same thing. And, um, so I took him with me and I'm not going to lie to you when I bought the doll and I got up and I unboxed him and everything. My wife thought it was the dumbest, geekiest, <laughs> dorkiest thing. She was like, I cannot believe you're going to go to the movie theater in public carrying a doll. And I was like, what are you talking about? I I thought it was cool. And I was like, this is the coolest thing in the world. Like people take lightsabers to see Star Wars. How's this any different? And she was like, you're gonna be laughed at, made fun of, and I to the point, I'm not joking with you. Literally. She was like, I don't know if I want to go with you. She's like, I kind of want to go, I want you just go by yourself. Like I don't want to be subjected to this ridicule. Oh my gosh. Guys, I cannot (laughs) tell you a more as a husband You live for these moments where you get to tell your wife you you told her so. Like, you live (laughs) for these moments. The moment I walked into the door carrying a Chucky doll, everybody in the theater thought it was the coolest fucking thing they'd ever seen. Everybody wanted a selfie. The damn people getting the popcorn wanted selfies. The people the ticket stand wanted selfies. When I walked into the theater, people started clapping. They all wanted (laughs) selfies. I had to make an announcement. That we would have selfies
2: after the movie. Oh, my gosh. Like, it was know, a right? fucking
1: event. It was a
2: thing. <laughs> it was a it's whole like they thing. They hired you to come to the movie. It, it felt that way. To the that point. You how rare those are then, too, because. Lucas, when we walked out, my wife requested to hold the doll. Wow. She was like, I
1: want to hold him," And I was like, this is some bullshit. You yeah, hated no, on this. You don't
2: get the 180 on that. <laughs> You I tease her in the car.
1: I tease her forever about this. She made me go to Taco Bell with him in the front seat with her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a legit thing that happened. So I had I'm a blast. You let Taco Bell anywhere near that dog.
1: <laughs> I had a blast going to see Child's Play. I think he's a middling movie. It's okay to the original, I guess. I loved. <laughs> um, who's the actress? Help me. I just can't think um, of her name. I can oh, see her boy. face. Yeah. She's Aubrey kind of Aubrey Plaza. Yeah.
0: She's great. The th- tongue Lucas she's not creepy.
1: <laughs> the thing Dude. that I, th- I was in love with, did you guys ever see her hair barrette when she was doing, um when she was doing pre-marketing for the movie, she had a hair barrette. That was the, um like the kitchen knife. That went over her oh, ear. Yeah. I was like, that is the hottest thing I've ever seen a girl do. No, in just,
0: my- uh, into Donnie's fetish. World. Oh my Come God. Like
1: the moment I saw that, I was like, we have to buy these for you. Mo, so like, you have to do this.
0: Um, girls. <laughs> um.
1: So the thing that I didn't like about the movie was like, what I felt like was the shoehorned in stranger things, kids thing. That was my biggest thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: They didn't explain it it plays a role, which I think makes it worse that they didn't explain it. Like they introduced this band of kids, but they don't like, you don't you don't know their names really. Cause they're not important. Like they're not there, but then they totally play like a, a part of the climax, which didn't make any fucking sense to me at all. I was like, why it felt shoehorned. And that's the only thing. It just felt like a cheap t- ploy. It was like, mm-hmm. dude, people love gangs of kids in all the stereotypical way. We've got the, the geeky tomboy girl. We've got the boy that nobody likes. We've got the black kid. It just felt shoehorned in. I was like, this is stupid. That's the one thing I didn't like about it. The lawnmower kill. Fucking awesome. Like that was child's play. That was great. I think child's play is best when Chucky uses things that can't kill people to kill people. Like that's the thing that's cool about Chucky and the premise of like this AI inspired doll. That's your friend that like is learning from movies and stuff. I love that premise. I think that premise actually in 2020 has a lot of advantages over the original voodoo premise that was the original film. So uh, as a fan of the series, I liked it. Um, It was okay. It was, it was okay to good. It was okay to good. I was, I was okay with it. Um, I wouldn't adopt it as a new thing, but if they came out with a sequel, totally go to the theater again and see it again. For sure. Mm. Zombie lane, double tap. Mm. Oh yeah. Kind of let me down. It was okay. That's the best thing. I wouldn't even say okay to good. It was okay. Josh, um, let's see here. Oh, I just had it. Happy Death Day to you. I liked.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, I liked yeah. that
1: movie. I think the sequel is better than the original. Very twisty. Very different. Um, very funny though. Horror comedy. Way more horror comedy. Actually, yeah. maybe the first movie would have done better if they leaned more into it. It was. It was already horror comedy, but maybe not as. Maybe not enough. For the yeah. weird Groundhog Day presence that it was. Hmm. And then um, I, I've got here, I've got St. Agatha. Sucked. Don't watch that one. And then I've got uh, The Prodigy. Okay, if you like The Omen. If you don't like The Omen, don't watch it. Girl on the Third Floor. Have you watched it? It's on Netflix. Never heard of it. No, Ooh. either. Good haunting movie. Good haunted house movie. Really good, like, Aminaville movie. Best Amityville movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say it. Best Amityville movie. Girl on the Third Floor. Fun fact, the reason why I watched it, guess who stars in the movie? Yeah, CM Punk. CM Punk. <laughs> former wrestler. Doesn't do a great job. Doesn't do an awful job. Isn't as bad as you think it is. Serviceable. Serviceable. He's okay. But the other- The, the John Cena
0: of acting. But the other- <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> um, in the Tall Grass- Yeah, I watched the trailer. I haven't seen that one yet. I didn't like that one. Have you guys seen The Dead Don't Die? No, that's a Jarvish movie, right? Jim Jarmish.
1: It has uh, Bill Murray and it has um, the Star Wars guy.
0: And Adam Driver, right? Yeah, Adam Driver, Selena Gomez, Bill Murray. I
1: haven't watched that one either. Um, The fun fact that I had from this year, and I guess we'll use this to close on, is Joker
0: a horror movie? No unless you you count white single white men being horrific i don't think so
1: (laughs) i saw um, a blog about this when i was looking at movies and it was like is joker a horror movie i kind of think it is a horror movie
0: i think the premise that he's allowed to be the way he is is horrific but i don't think it's a horror film
1: (laughs) i think we've seen a lot of horror movies psychological in nature that end up with bad premises
0: yeah very similar do you think like primal fear or identity is a horror film because i think it's like more similar to those i was gonna say like uh don't leave kevin alone but yeah i haven't seen that one yet. yeah i haven't seen I, it's it. on my list i haven't seen
1: identity um so anyway i just thought that was a fun little thing to talk about but yeah that's a good question we've gone on good a very question. long time and I'm, I'm looking at it and realizing what time it is and i'm sorry lucas i didn't mean to oh
2: no i mean it's all right i'm, I'm it's here, not all right. here to
1: do it's it. not all right you actively it's said so it was right. not all right i understand it's not all right i'm sorry i apologize uh we were just flowing and, and i was letting it riff and then as we were wrapping up i was like this is fucking too long i'm sorry
0: we do it because we love it right lucas that's right my, son, my son's gonna be up in four hours hey fine. just know <laughs> I
2: sleep in tomorrow
1: so. just know we don't we don't have another recording for, like we, we're good for a while right? so you can sleep for two weeks lucas <laughs> i
2: probably would if i could
1: Alright, guys, that's gonna do it for us this, yeah. uh, this 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 year, this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did and fucking love Midsummer like I do. I, I <laughs> hope everybody does. I want everybody to like that. Um w- I was gonna say we're over the hump, but that's not even the right damn terminology, guys. We're <laughs> almost done recording this.
2: Yeah. How do In you feel era. about
0: that? Happy and sad. Is yeah.
2: That- um <sighs> It was nice to go back and actually watch things with a purpose, like to to have a reason to go watch things. Sometimes I kind of need that to to actually do what I do, those things. Um, But it's also a really tough schedule to to, uh, two weeks. Two weeks sounds like a lot of time. But really, if you think about it,
1: I don't think our listeners know that. What we do, basically, is we were, we've were we been recording this two-week blocks. So, we give ourselves yeah. two weeks to watch all the movies we want, and then we actually record two years at a time. So, we're doing two years every time we record.
2: So, you're trying to fit, you know, two years' worth of movies. Which
1: sometimes in, is 30, 40 movies. And
0: <laughs> two we-, we actively watch all- Yeah, I was going to say- that's eight to ten movies
1: each. Yeah. yeah, that's that's easily the, the <laughs> hardest part that folks that are listening to shows maybe not recognize is we are actually yeah. um, we've got messages where we're sharing each other, the title screens, the things we're watching. Um, in addition to playing the games and doing the podcasts that we already do, we've been watching 10, 12, 15, 20 ish horror movies.
0: <laughs> <a> week period. <laughs> I yeah.
1: think the most I've done in two weeks is I watched 23 horror movies. I oh almost did two God. a day. In but I was doing like six on saturday and six on
2: sunday <laughs> oh my god does your family like look for you like we're... my
1: wife is next to me most of the time she watches the most of the time with me but
2: oh that definitely helps. but our
1: nintendo wife. shack listeners if you're like what the fuck's donnie doing he's not playing any the game it's kind of what
2: i'm doing <laughs> i'm busy <laughs> and i won't apologize there's Listen. nothing to play anyway all you listeners out there, you don't have an excuse when you're like, oh, I don't know what to watch. Justin. We're providing you. Justin
1: hasn't watched any horror movies for hey, a decade. Hey, and he's Justin. like, why are you spoiling this movie from 2011? Jesus, Donnie.
0: Justin, watch Climax for me.
1: Oof. Oh, gosh. Watch the platform. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's, we're basically in the penultimate episode. We're going to do a 2020 episode and then we're going to do a wrap up. And then by the time we do the wrap up, we, we really, I don't know if we should, should we talk about it beforehand? Like we yeah. have to discuss what we're going to do for the future of the show. If this is like something we want to continue, if something the listeners want us to continue. I think that would be helpful to know if the listeners mm-hmm. are listening to this, if you like the show and you like to see something like it in the future. Let us know because at some point we've got to get together and talk about that. We have it up to this point. It's 2019. We've not talked about it as a group. What we would don't.
0: you like us to do a different decade? Let us know a
1: different decade, a different genre, uh, just another year. Like, yeah, you know, what whatever Brand
0: the, the podcast name, if we do it a different genre, <laughs> a decade <laughs> of romance. <laughs> oh, I meant,
1: I'm yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought meant like, I was thinking like, a uh, like a whole slashers theme or something like right. that or something right. like that. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to do it for us here in 2019. Um, we hope you join us for our final episode, toujours, really, in 2020. But until then, this is the end, friends.
0: Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi Ho. Ha <laughs> ha ha.